0: Hi everybody, welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast episode 133. I am your host back down in the basement with my co-host and teenage son, Jack. Say hello.
1: Hi, my name is Jack and I have Pinterest.
0: You have Pinterest? Yeah. No, you don't actually, do you? Oh, you do. Why?
1: Wallpapers and stuff.
0: Oh, I didn't know that young people used Pinterest for anything.
1: I didn't know anyone used Pinterest for anything.
0: No, maybe they don't. Maybe you're the only one. (laughs) No, I know it people, sole- I just don't know. It solely exists for you yeah. right now. That I mean, it it. wouldn't surprise me. It's possible. So, you didn't have school today, correct? Are you aware? I don't think you went outside today, did you? No. Okay, so I... I mean, your mother went downtown for her thing today, right, for work. So I had to walk to work, which isn't a big deal. That's It's 10 minutes maybe, I right? forgot
1: that she wasn't at school, so I thought you just walked home because she took a while or whatever, so.
0: So it was like, it's what, an eight or 10-minute walk to to my work, and.
1: Ish, I'd say like, it usually makes all solid time, like just over 10 minutes. maybe. Yeah,
0: so I just woke up, got dressed, and was like, oh, it's a sunny, brisk, Winter day, right? Went outside. (laughs) Do you know how cold it was today? Nope. So when I walked to work, because my face froze about halfway there, my legs froze and my fingers. So I looked when I got to work, minus 32 with the wind chill. Minus 32 Celsius, listeners, if you're...
1: Good day to not do stuff.
0: It was crazy. Super duper cold. Like my colleagues were annoyed that I didn't call them or text them for a ride because they're like you're an idiot why (laughs) you are you are i mean that's probably true but
1: so yeah it was this is just one of the many reasons damn cold
0: and we got more snow which we've had a very like not snowy winter
1: we're canada baby but
0: the last couple weeks have been the most wintry we've had in quite a while so anyways that was my excitement for the day so you had no excitement i was gonna say you accomplished many things today
1: um. Sure. No. We'll, we'll go with that.
0: You're, did you get dressed today? No. Nice. That's well, a good I, day.
1: I changed clothes because I showered, but I wouldn't say I got dressed. Just if... right into other like loungewear. Yeah. Wear, yeah. we call So it. I don't know if we're gonna call that getting dressed or not. Nothing. Um, probably not.
0: And uh, you work tomorrow, and yeah. your brother has basketball tomorrow, so we're doing another Friday nighter, right? Which seems mm-hmm. to be somewhat regular right now, I guess that we're doing Friday nights. It's I don't not not. It. It's not not regular. We do some good work down here late at night, I feel like. so, But we are going to do our usual stuff, plus I think we're going to start out after the news, I guess. We'll do some Royal Rumble recap. Um, I took somewhat detailed notes, and I'll probably pare them down a little bit, and we'll get through that fairly quickly. So this could be a lengthy episode, so I don't know if there's anything else you wish to banter about. Uh, But we can move on. I know you love the banter.
1: I well, this was really not an eventful week, considering no. I had like
0: days off school because exams. Yeah. You only last had two, days two exams. Two anything. Right. Last.
1: Yeah. Last two days. Because I even went out on Wednesday. So. Did you even work yet this week? Not. Can't since remember. Tuesday.
0: Yeah. So you worked Three tomorrow. days off. Three days working. Do you work Sunday or no? Yeah. Okay. And then and Monday. This is riveting
1: stuff for and people. Then but. I have a bunch of next week off. Not even on purpose. Just.
0: Right. Happens. Just happens. Yeah. Other than the 11th, when we're supposed to go to wrestling. Mm-hmm. Your brother said he might go with me.
1: But he hasn't. He's, Just he's for okay. something to he, do. He's not smart.
0: Just for something to do. I know he doesn't love wrestling, but. Not an intellectual. We'll go for dinner and then go to the show and
1: come back. I and... never go for dinner. I see how it is. <laughs>
0: oh, well. I mean, I got to look I loop. see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go regardless. Him, I might have to lure. That's, that's fair. We went for dinner when we went to the one in Oshawa. Uh-uh. Yeah, we what, did. What remember we, we drove forever to find a restaurant? Because uh, yeah. we were hoping there was one what do som- we? I don't
1: even remember what we got. something lame like Wendy's or something oh yeah that's lame
0: yeah because there was nothing for miles and miles from that venue for some reason but anyway yeah that was the first one we went to I think it was yeah I'm pretty sure but anyways we should probably talk would have been the summer talking start talking about wrestling other than indie wrestling that no one that listens to us knows anything about (laughs) so I guess we'll do that now we'll move into our first segment where we'll talk about some of the week's wrestling news and rumors All right, taking a quick look at the ratings. NXT this week averaged 587,000 viewers, down 3.3%. Earned a 0. 0.13 in the key demo, up 8.3%. Went head-to-head with the, a Lakers versus Knicks game. And just out of curiosity, so if NXT got a 0. 0.13 in the demo, what do you think uh, Lakers-Knicks game? Because I know you're right up on the sports.
1: Uh, you had
0: to predict, a point what? Seven. That's not terrible, 0. 0.58. You're in the you're in the ballpark, I would say. So no random date for you this week, although I do have one that I think is good for Dynamite. So they averaged AEW Dynamite this week 901,000 viewers, down 10.2%. They were just barely over a million last week, so that's down. Earned a 0. 0.31 in the key demographic also down uh just a little bit less 3.1%. And this was where I took it from again. I think it's uh Figure 4 online. The lowest attendance total for the show for Dynamite since the wait date they chose this week, January fourth, so not even a month ago. <laughs> nice. Like, how do you decide that? That's I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me.
1: That'd be what, like, a
0: month ago? Not, not even just a day,
1: a day uh, under
0: a month right. ago. So wow, that would what a low. <laughs> Anyways, what do you have for us?
1: Um, so AW's announced a house show tour house rules tour oh nice uh starting march 18th in troy ohio so they're doing house shows other than like the one-off they did i think in 2020 or any canadian spots revealed i don't know i've only heard about this first one probably take a while to get up here i would imagine it took them a while to get exactly the first time exactly so we're gonna be waiting a while again i would think so well
0: that's cool at least it's a possibility at some point i'd go to a house show it'd be cheap right they're kind of fun
1: that's a yeah. It's a nice option to have, right? They're cheap
0: and efficient because well, and it's AEW, so I'm like yes. that too. See some cool stuff, probably. Um, so great news that we're going to talk about Royal Rumble after this, but there was not to spoil it a sponsored match in that show, right? The Mountain Dew Pitch Black match. So apparently, <laughs> we can expect another some sort of sponsored match at WrestleMania 39. And so you said, you knew right away, Snickers is one of the sponsors, Yeah, I
1: literally, I swear to God, Snickers has been the sponsor of WrestleMania ever since I started watching. I remember being the sponsor for 32, which was the first Mania I watched. I I know that. Yeah. And then I know it was for 33, 34, and then pretty sure 35. At least every Mania uh, pre-pandemic, I'm pretty sure it's been every Mania. And then also since the pandemic, the weekend's been, he did 36, 37, 38. I think he's doing this year too, it confirmed. So... Um, I don't care about the weekend, though.
0: So, yes, yeah, Snickers could be a possibility. Pepsi, take two, which I don't even know what that is. I thought
1: you were saying Pepsi, take two, like it's like Mountain Dew, Pitch Black. No, I don't know what take two <laughs>
0: is. And Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So they're... I
1: personally want to see a Cinnamon of Toast course. Crunch. Match. Oh, wait, the New CT Day. CT Crunch. The New Day should have, like, instead of Budios, they should do like a Cinnamon Toast right. Crunch on a pole there match. Go. There you go. Uh, Pepsi ladder match. So I'm just trying to think, like, because Mountain Dew Pitch Black match is just like, that's so perfect. I don't know how you, like... Snickers perfect for Bray Wyatt? Do Snickers to Snickers something which like, didn't
0: really make sense like Bray Wyatt does a I guess
1: cuz pitch black
0: but it's a, like he's sponsored by a soft drink, even though he's like spooky. I think
1: LA Knight actually did a commercial for them though, like that in the build be. up to that. Maybe it's his Anyways. fault. <laughs> yeah, it's LA Knight's fault.
0: So it could be one of those already sponsored I mean, or should something. Should we see mean, what they concoct this time? It'll be lame, whatever. it oh, is. Oh, I
1: I know, I I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll be like funny.
0: It could be. It definitely could be for all the wrong reasons.
1: Speaking of WrestleMania, yeah, nice. Boom. Uh, rumored match for Gunther is defending against Seamus Andrew McIntyre which would be awesome. Yeah, that would actually I be I also saw someone toss up the idea of him being the, the new longest reigning Intercontinental champion, sure. which I think that is very logical. That would be a match I would actually I don't see him breaking the main event see. anytime soon. No. He, he could, but like, you know, given the current situation. So, I feel like it would be that's the best move for him and then longest run in the Rumble, longest IC title run.
0: Spoiler. But yeah, it does right. feel like the IC title has a bit more prestige now oh, he's that... the best champion in a while well and that both of the main ones are tied up in one guy right so that kind of means he's the next yeah and although like... is the u.s now bigger
1: than than the Intercontinental? i all? see it shouldn't be no, but in I my opinion so. like I, th- I i do like what rollins and theory have been doing but like i think gunther is definitely like yeah he's awesome i don't know purely like the title they certainly
0: somebody likes him right based on his treatment Trips. at rumble so yeah yeah
1: i think events was gonna like ruin him or whatever right? of course
0: even though he got in shape we missed so we still missed heavy walter though uh so wwe announced yet another wrecking record-breaking yearly revenue and especially another strong quarter to end 2022 so their net revenue this year up 18 percent, is at 1.3 billion dollars not bad i guess right I guess sounds six. nice um the other category of media revenue, which would then include the Saudi shows and any additional programming, was up to one hundred forty-eight point five million, which is up. It was a seventy-three and a half million last year. So, um, I guess the silver lining, although time I to do make some budget cuts. But <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I, I, at the time, I said the good news is. They've got the record profits without hi- firing dozens of people, but then I've got another story coming up a bit later. And but that was Yeah, because else. that was record profits. I remember being furious because it was record profits and dozens record of people laid I, off. I don't know yeah. if
1: there's any, they've ever released like more people once. That was insane.
0: So at least we hadn't heard of a lot of in ring talent or on air talent, I guess, being released, but I do have another related story coming up, but you go ahead.
1: Oh, I have nothing else. Oh, it then I so will go weird. right into
0: it. But <laughs> that WWE. Apparently has fired a lot more employees since McMahon returned, which hasn't been very long, right? <laughs> which so isn't surprising either. They fired a few people last month, including, I guess, the president of communications. And so Meltzer, in the r- latest Observer newsletter, reported that many more cuts at Titan Towers were done um, to get ready for this idea of selling the company, right? Because you want to sort of, I guess, that kind of re- has
1: died down since the initial. Business. It has. I'm not sure what's. I guess the idea now. of
0: releasing people is you streamline the payroll and stuff, right? So. If we're making this much money, but we just release people, more of that money can be profit, I guess, or whatever is the plan, right? Um, but yeah, that's, so...
1: They're going to go with that strategy again.
0: Vince is back and releases start. So I, so far, nothing like in ring or on air or whatever, but mm-hmm. I guess that's not out of the question, probably. And the only other story I have, it was kind of a slow week, is that there's news or rumors, I guess it would fit better, that AEW, AEW streaming service could be in the works. Um, time kind of makes sense, I guess. They've got they've been Be- around beats long enough to having an ROH one. I think at this point you can see that they're gonna stick around. They'll now have a bit of a library, right? To, and I feel
1: like so... they really should have just combine AEW and ROH into one. I was just gonna
0: like, ask you, do you think they would?
1: I don't think so. If they really put all the effort into like promoting Auto Club, or maybe eventually, but I think at, at least right now they won't. Which I think they should have because I think like I don't think. I think it needs to all go in one as well, right? Because like ROH, they they probably have like an amazing back catalog. They right? do, but the thing is, I feel like you the the benefit with it is is not enough is for me like, to do specifically ROH, right? Because they're they're not gonna be putting out a lot new right. of new stuff. Like what you get, like three or four paperbacks. But a if year. I were
0: on the fence of getting the AEW streaming and they went, you'll get all a- ROH right, too. Exactly. Then I because pro- then
1: AEW's gonna put out a bunch of new good stuff, but then also yes a, amazing back catalog which is kind of what wwe has which obviously wwe they don't put out the best stuff right now in it, my opinion but they still like they put out a a solid amount of stuff to be worth your yeah, money even and just B, the like, view. some of the stuff is solid right yeah. and then also their back catalogs is huge so you kind of have yes. to have both right because when R- how H else am like, i
0: gonna go watch wcw
1: 2000 right right yeah that i keep going back and it's to. like it's so bad right and it's like um the ring of honors kind of like only got one side of the coin and then It'd be fun. kind of got one side as well.
0: It'd be fun to have access and redo, uh, review some like peak ROH stuff that you haven't seen, and I, I was like, in and out of ROH, right? So there's definitely pockets I didn't see either that probably have some pretty sweet stuff. There were some down periods as well. Mm-hmm. I think I was reviewing for some of the not so great stuff, even that was pretty recent. But um, anyways, that is all I have for news. So I guess the first thing we should do for going in order is talk about Royal Rumble, yeah? Excited? Okay. I'm excited to reread for some of my notes. part cause...
1: of the show. It's very yes. akin to last year in a sense.
0: You're right. But uh, I guess we'll do that now. So we will give you a streamlined, but probably still fairly thorough because that's what we do, review of this year's PLE,
1: right? Yeah, there you go. okay, good. Got it. I, you worried me for a second.
0: I don't want to get sued. Uh, <laughs> it is our Royal Rumble review. All right, so Royal Rumble, um, we started a bit late, right? Because we were at that indie show and then drove home. That's right. We did a thing. Decided not to stay for it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we went to Smash Wrestling. Had a good time there. Got a milkshake. milkshake. I randomly ran into a friend from high school that I haven't seen in twenty something years. That that was bizarre. Yeah. But yeah, there were um. So we won't say too much because it's not relevant to a lot of people, but um. (laughs) The main event right involved aerostar and drago in a tag match and i did not think they looked good at all not great they looked a step slow and just like not really in sync with much and um i was definitely hoping for more but the were... other
1: team was like they were just okay too right like i don't think it was like, uh, the best a
0: team from quebec yeah i forget
1: Tabernacle the
0: team <laughs> right um Yeah, but there were some other good shows, like a good indie comedy show, right, with Psycho Mike and that other guy that we'd never seen. He was was really
1: entertaining. You were off getting the food when he came in. I was. he was a really entertaining. actor. I think he was like kind of like sometimes like you know new personal catcher from the show. I think he was like yeah uh, people I haven't seen before. Yeah, um, he's he was pretty interesting. One of the fun things about indie shows. I think he's from WXW, so he oh, might, is he might not see him a lot. He seemed but... a little more polished. I know than he's facing Psycho Mike again on WXW something. So
0: that was fun. There was uh, what other match did I really like there? The women's match was pretty good. Taylor Wilde, right, was there taking on a local wild. talent, um, Jody uh, Threat. Yeah. And then there was a multi person one that was pretty fun,
1: I think. Yeah. It was what? Greed, Vertigo. Oh, right. Kevin Bennett.
0: Kevin Bennett, who's the Smash uh, champion.
1: Bryce Hansen. <laughs> How did I get that? Yeah. There's a fifth one, too. Oh, um, Carter Mason or whatever. Yeah. That was it. Boom. Yep. Oh, and it I, uh, I, think.
0: I recognized some podcasters that I listened to, right? Over at, they just rebranded to Poison Rana. So I went up and. Bought them a drink and chatted with them. they were really cool dudes. they mentioned us on their uh, episode, their Royal Rumble review. So uh, I'm doing that here. That was super. They were super cool guys. I talked to them a couple times um, during the show there. And at intermission, I ran into them again. So, and lovely. I had a milkshake. Brayden and Davey, lovely guys. Um, really cool to meet them. Mm-hmm. And you had a milkshake, correct? All right, let's talk about Royal Rumble. So that's man. how I got off track. Because I was going to say it worked out beautifully for us because we were behind when we caught up to live and we switched,
1: skipped the whole hardy we perfectly without planning it, was, it i didn't even know it was there missed hardy's performance the entire thing because we like, like to the well, minute basically i know like the like what well, we were like no one said, it was perfect and i heard that, that i've it heard sucked. it was terrible i heard it sucked and i'm like well isn't he like some country? Like whatever. I might actually go watch a I snippet don't, just I, to I, see. I almost want to, but I don't know. I haven't watched I heard it thing. sucked.
0: But yeah, we some like perfectly missed it.
1: And I'm surprised. Like most people are saying that. Cause most people like praise... Like because like mainly last year praised. Eh, it wasn't good. No, but I, if people are saying that this sucked, it must have sucked. Uh,
0: I bet it did. But anyways, this show starts. Um, and Pat McAfee, this, so these are some of my notes, right? Pat McAfee makes a surprise appearance. I thought he was entering the rumble, and I was like, no. And, and Jack is relieved for a moment because he thought McAfee was going to wrestle, right? <laughs> um, and then I felt like he and Graves were really trying to oh, be like so antagonistic funny. towards each other, and so it was... Funny. I don't know what it was. It's like the worst version
1: of when Graves is mean to Saxon the whole time.
0: So the opener ends up being the men's rumble match, which I was like, what do you think that means? And basically, like, probably nothing. No it, well, exciting it, surprises.
1: It turned out as you would expect.
0: So, um, just going through my notes, Gunther enters first. Jack is annoyed because I picked Yeah, I, I
1: really got screwed on this one. I
0: picked Gunther for longest time in the match, which obviously was the case.
1: To, like, um, an insane degree, too. Like, he even beat a Mysterio's record in the right, end. Right, exactly. All-time nice. record. Yeah.
0: And I think the number two choice was smart because they brought in Sheamus, right? So, they could sort of rekindle there. Yeah, I was hoping for Cody Rollins, match. but this also worked. Yeah, well. that was cool. Uh, and that's then I have Jack wants Cody number three, but it's Miz.
1: Oh, I saw that's funny because they keep calling the McIntyre and James the Banger Bros, right? But yeah. they dropped that since they found out what Bang Bros is. Right. I don't know what that is, but I assume it's, it's something. It's
0: an inappropriate website that would also probably not want them
1: using their similar name either. So, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Because I think it's a horrible name. Like, Brawling Brutes and Banger Bros is uh, pretty horrible. But... It is. Um so it's
0: Miz in at number three, and my notes say I'm already annoyed with Graves, who used to be really good, Yeah, and no, McAfee on commentary. He used to be the best, I thought. Um, then Kofi comes in at four, and you were happy because you, that was one of your longest um, time, Matt, uh, people, so you Maybe thought you Maybe he would have if he didn't botch
1: his thing.
0: Right. Um, one thing I didn't love was when Gargano just sort of has miz in the ropes and just lets seamus come over and do the 10 beats of the bowery or whatever i thought gargano looked kind of lame doing that um xavier woods comes in so he and kofi hit a whole bunch of double team stuff and then remember what they then my notes say
1: the butt slap thing. right yeah, Then like, use each other's butts as drums doom. question yeah. mark
0: it's like they fake a wheelbarrow move yeah like they're gonna actually face off right yeah, it was
1: like a finger poke of doom except less offensive because yeah, it doesn't it was, matter it was interesting
0: Cross is in at 7 Jack groans and says he sucks repeatedly. <laughs> then then and then it says that sounds and, like me. And then Jack con- then
1: contrasts Cross's strikes with everyone else's, right? Cuz you're like, look at look at that. It doesn't look I like- thought it was really funny when he faced off with Gunther. That that got yeah. a good that amused me greatly.
0: Yeah. Um McIntyre's in at nine, eliminates Cross with a boot pretty quickly. Oh, that also amused me. Jack raises a fist in celebration, <laughs> is the note. Uh, Escobar at 10, another one I picked, one of my picks for longest lasting, just to go out on a limb. Uh, Dawkins at 11, hits some nice offense on some of the lower card guys in the ring already. Gunther eliminates Woods with a boot. Uh, Gunther knocks kofi off the apron and they botch him landing they go, they go for another chair spot right and the chair tips over and you can see their like commentary can't figure out if they're supposed to say kofi's out or not kofi's so not sure if he's like supposed to be use their commentary lingo, did his feet right? touch right I, I, I think he
1: got one up still, right you know
0: um so yeah that was interesting lesnar's in at 12 and he dominates drew I'm and sheamus early. with suplexes for a little while um lesnar eliminates escobar uh gable and gargano and then sort of has a bit of a stare down with gunther which i had jack is pumped oh, that was for that strange. yeah because nice that was the tease. mania rumor for a right. while
1: right which now i don't know
0: and it's still something they can go back to right so i think they probably will um lashley at 13 immediately spears lesnar and pretty much everybody else as well um lashley pretty surprisingly quickly right oh yeah out of an f5 out,
1: yeah he took out lesnar and eliminates quick. lesnar jack celebrates uh, i was happy and also well because last year was horrendous okay we yeah. we cannot allow any repeat the fact that he didn't get even close to the end is fantastic and also it was really surprising so yep,
0: i'll, I'll take what i can get Corbin then makes his entrance at fourteen, but Brock is now destroying the announce table right with the steel Apparently ring steps. He went kind
1: of um, off script. I uh, think uh, it was that, and then also when he, uh, harassed the ref, I believe.
0: Then he hits an F five to Corbin on the floor and shoves a ref over the barricade. Right, um, Jack celebrates as Robin and en- Raw Robin Rollins enters at fifteen. Uh, Rollins uh-huh. rolls Corbin into the ring and then eliminates him with the super kick. Uh, Rollins eliminates Lashley and Jack is thrilled. Yes. Ray and yeah. Dominic are 17 and 18 respectively, but Ray never makes his entrance, and Dom enters with a Ray mask. I guess the implication being that he took his father out, and it's sort of a bit first of first ever 29-man Rumble. Dominic versus mask. Do you remember? He's like trying to rip the, the oh, mask, okay. and it's like struggling with it. But I guess that kind of works with this character, even if it wasn't on purpose. Elias is in at 19. He hits Gunther with the guitar, um, and then Seamus and Drew and he's like, got, like that welt on his back. For the yeah. Most of the time. So it's like uh, when
1: Joe got hit with the table, ironically.
0: uh, Yeah. So Elias is eliminated immediately and Gunther's back is bleeding from the guitar shot. Balor's at 20. Which uh, is
1: weird because I feel like that doesn't usually happen. No. Yeah. Balor's got like these ugly half silver, half black pants. It's like his usual pants that I hate, but now I hate it more. Right. Uh, Why won't he just go back to his normal ring gear? Like it just looks stupid. I feel like Judgment Day would be so much better if he just wore competent ring gear. (laughs) They are
0: actually much improved though uh gargano's eliminated by balor and uh mysterio booker t is the first surprise entrant hooray at 21 <laughs> at least he's um, not at the desk you should be thankful spinnaroonie gunther tosses him out basically yeah, he was there
1: for like i want to say less than a minute
0: priests in at 22 um and, and now that's what two of judgment day are in no, or it's all, all, of them. all three at this point yeah. right uh gunther yes this is where we notice his back is bloody um, and they seem to be going out of their way to, like, focus on it even, rather than their usual plan of hiding it, right? But uh, Montez Ford is in at 23. He takes on Judgment Day, but Priest eventually picks him up and eliminates him pretty quickly quick. for someone who's rumored to be, right. like, getting a push.
1: Which I feel like is kind of, like, I didn't know if that matters, because we've been seeing that for a while. Like, that's been, like, the thing for a while. I feel yes. like that came up a long time ago, yeah. and I feel like that's kind of... It just circles cool back every down, like nine I'm, months. I'm not even sure about that anymore. I agree. Uh Edge is Oh, I remember I feel like cause remember there was that random battle royal at Survivor Series, not last year, but twenty twenty one. Yeah. That Omos won. Yep. And like I think I picked Ford because that so that's how long it's been. It's right. been over a year since at least since like that those kind of rumors have gone around. So It'll I'm not circle even sure how around. like we well, It's like uh the consistency and punk return rumors yeah, that never came to be. exactly.
0: Uh, Edge is 24. Jack celebrates because it was one of your picks, right? I think. Yeah. Surprise I, d- I don't picks. even want
1: him there. I just I got it right.
0: Spear for each member a judgment day right away. Let he eliminates, see what you picked. eliminates Priest and Balor uh, as Edge tries to eliminate Dom. Priest and Balor. <laughs> you didn't get any of yours. <laughs> no. Priest and Dom pull Edge over, eliminate him after a couple of minutes. So there's a lot of people who are not in for very long, right? It seems in this yeah, one. Yeah,
1: like in the surprise entrance too, which would be like what Booker and edge i would say pretty much and, and that's there's another one probably but...
0: explains why it's the opener <laughs> yeah uh theory enters at 25 edge brawls with judgment day before rhea ripley shows up to take him out then beth phoenix shows up to take out rhea ripley right uh omos is 26 and jack groans omos <laughs> choke slams gunther and Strowman enters at 27 we get a big man stared on between he and uh, omos
1: which that match is awesome so i can't blame him
0: and then Strowman eliminates omos pretty quickly right Ricochet is 28, has Jack chance for Cody. (laughs) Um, Ricochet and Strowman work together briefly there, right? Yeah, because they're kind of teaming now. Yeah. Seamus saves Drew from being eliminated by Gunther. Then Drew saves Seamus briefly before Gunther dumps them both out of the ring. Logan Paul is 29, and Jack has no choice but to cheer for him. Why was that? Oh, because I picked him. Oh, right. Oh, that's why. Yeah, I got two two of my picks. And he he was embracing the heelness a bit, I thought. I don't even remember. He should be anyways. Um, Everyone attacks Logan Paul and Jack enjoys it. (laughs) We get a power slam and a shooting star combination from Ricochet and Strowman. Not in that order, obviously, right? (laughs) It wasn't a power slam by Ricochet and a shooting star by Strowman. I mean... To Logan Paul. Um, Cody's obviously number 30. Everyone sits and waits to attack him one-on-one so that he can surprisingly fight all of them off. Um, we get two of the three amigos by Dominic before a crossroads from Cody, and that eliminates Mysterio. Uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet. Oh my god, this oh, was the most memorable spot of this it was whole the thing.
1: Only like actually cool part.
0: So they're uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet are on opposite aprons, sort of yelling at each other and sort of calling each other on. So they both springboard. I guess they're going for like a clothesline, each of them or whatever. Crossbody. It's body. like that crossbody
1: spot that people do when they run the ropes, except it's a thousand times like, cooler
0: the mega collision in midair right the best spot was of really the nice. match yeah. Maybe. oh yes. it was really
1: cool that'll be like the thing you kind of remember like that one That's shot the only of thing i'll remember uh much. logan paul jumping at roman reigns in saudi like it'll be that kind of thing exactly
0: uh braun gets eliminated and then theory eliminates ricochet Cody, Theory, Gunther, Rollins are the finer final four, so we're told. Which is a pretty sweet But Marvel. Ray was never there.
1: He's still, in, he's still in it. No, Logan Paul's still there because he was out on the floor. He was I hiding. I th- actually thought he was out, and then he tossed out Seth Rollins.
0: They can't stop themselves from doing that. Like, somebody's <laughs> been hiding, At least right?
1: one. I'll, I'll admit it. They got me this time, okay? Because I didn't pay attention. Like I was, like, half paying attention, so I swear I thought he was out. Cause I just saw him, and I was like, oh, good, he's out. Well, and that's
0: a very heelish thing to do if he wasn't actually hurt out I don't there, even yeah. know
1: how he got out there.
0: Uh, Rollins curb stomp to Theory, then Rhodes eliminates Theory. Rhodes pedigree, uh, pedigree's Gunther after Rollins does as well. Gunther then officially sets the record for time in one Rumble. Uh, Logan Paul comes back, throws Rollins out because uh, Paul was still in the match. Stupid. Crossroads to Paul and Cody throws him over. Yeah. Then we get um Walter and Cody right chops Wh- to the repaired Peck. Who, who? 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 Walter and Cody. Who? Oh, I did right. Walter Gunther. And Cody, uh, so it's number one and thirty are down to the final two.
1: Which they are quick to mention. I don't think it's happened before.
0: And they actually g- gave these two a bit of time. I sometimes I'm disappointed, like that they just make the last that elimination does seem to be the really move quick. Sometimes, right? They kind of gave these guys a mini match at the end, which I Who thought was, was
1: the cool. Runner up last year, I want to say it was McIntyre. Sup- I don't even remember.
0: Superplex from uh, Gunther. I had Walter again. <laughs> um, seemed like he kind of missed a couple opportunities to eliminate Cody. I like guess you're being really picky. Um, but anyways, that's fine, I guess. Um, what do we get? Cody Cutter, Gunther over the ropes, but lands on the apron. Shattered dreams to Gunther a little bit later. Yeah, I thought that was funny. Drop kick, power bomb to Rhodes. Uh, he's almost eliminated. Cro- another crossroads for Gunther, and then Cody eliminates him. Right. Um. So Cody wins. No surprise. Everyone knew it was happening. Andy entered at thirty. Not the like kind of anticlimactic, right? But I don't know. I. I I didn't think this was a great Royal Rumble, but it did enough to keep my interest. And like, I think several storylines developed or got furthered, right? You've got Lashley Lesnar's underway. Like, Gunther Lesnar, question mark, right? Circle back around to that. Edge Judgment Day stuff is back. Rollins seems to be Logan Paul coming out of this, right? I hope not, but probably. So, that's I do like when there's some sort of story advancement. So I can't complain too much about that memorable spots. The only things I'll remember are the Kofi botch and ricochet Paul collision. And it's harsh to call Kofi a botch. Like he's doing stuff. Nobody else does. and Messed it up. But you know what I mean? But that's twice in a row. That is two years in a row. You are correct. Which is kind of. Um, so no really surprise interesting surprise entrance no, right
1: nothing i would like imagine people thought jay white i i knew that wouldn't happen but like nothing of that magnitude no at all
0: and a really predictable winner
1: and even some of the surprise entrants like edge and paul i easily predicted because those got leaked right a little while ago right? oh that's how you got them i see i told you that and kidding. i put it in the news you should have picked them too um no NXT
0: guys. Super happy for Gunther because he's awesome, realized. and he had an amazing showing here, right? Yeah, um, yeah you're saying like it's kind of Historic, some, to whatever, someone, whatever. Right? Um, but it wasn't a strong
1: Rumble match. I don't think it was awful. I don't know. What did you think? I thought it was, like, it was okay. I wasn't bored. No, um, and I feel like it does its image benefits from last year being totally, completely abysmal yes um like not good
0: didn't i really dislike the women's one last year too no the
1: women's one was the one that was oh was the better one the men's one sucked gotcha because like biggie did nothing right lesnar took out a bunch of people and won for no reason shane came in yeah uh rollins wasn't even in it so i was annoyed like this one had rollins in it uh biggie still injured lesnar didn't win and got uh, eliminated quickly no bad bunny right uh but there was logan paul so but he did something cool so that's okay but he also tossed out rollins so it's like 50 50 here uh but Gunther ends up looking really nice um him and Sh- and McIntyre and Sheamus had a decent stretch yep I feel like the middle rumbles were kind of peaks you had like Lashley Lesnar McIntyre Sheamus Gunther all in there which that was a really nice kind of feel to have like obviously it was pretty short-lived with some of them getting out quick mm-hmm. um but uh, and a decent little mini match at the end and, uh... right yeah and Cody wins, obviously, which yeah. is obvious, but um, I think, in not in a bad way. Uh, I think it was no right predictable is not always. It bad. It's the right, right choice right? too, and now everyone looks stupid because Sammy wasn't even in there. So yes, don't y'all that's feel stupid now? But I get it. I don't think he should have been in.
0: Uh, just for the crowd to, I don't know, but anyways, um, then this show hits a lull. I would suggest after like, and I didn't even love the opener, but things kind of descend from there, and we get. The aforementioned into the depths of the mountain dew pitch black match with L.A. Knight taking on Bray Wyatt, and my first note says Jack can describe what a pitch black match looks like. Neon, black lights basically. If you've ever been to like rock and bowling or like certain mini putts indoors that do black light stuff, yeah, right. Cheesy for a supernatural whatever spooky dude. To be like it's the Mountain Dew Black Light match,
1: and Bray Wyatt had a Jeff Hardy 2002 paint. Yeah, what and LA really?
0: Knight was wearing
1: neon trunks, right? That really were highlighted yeah, by the Wyatt black lights. Yeah, like he had like contacts and he had like uh, like glow in the dark paint circa yeah. 2002 Jeff Hardy. Exactly, which I thought that amused me like not in like a like more than like a what why right? I don't.
0: Know. It was it was weird. I don't have a ton on this one. Wyatt dominates early until Knight runs him into the ring steps. Wyatt then stands on the steps, and Knight launches him, uh, self from the barricade, and then they both go through a table that vomits neon graffiti. Is my, what, my oh, notes. that
1: was so weird because I could see it like coming out when he was moving the monitors.
0: Yeah, and there's like, like cups of it sitting. I don't know. Anyways, Kendo Stick Attack by La Knight, but we get a sister Abigail from Wyatt, and it's over? Question mark. Oh, it was over really fast. Jack like and it... I look at each other in disbelief, and Jack mutters, "What the hell was that?" <laughs> <laughs> um, Post match. Bray follows L.A. Knight and shrugs off kendo stick shots to the head. We get a mandible claw tonight on the stage. Uncle Howdy shows up on top of scaffolding or whatever Some it is. giant thing. And then jumps my notes have quotation marks onto because it was not.
1: Suicide bomb kind of thing.
0: Uh, beside L.A. Knight and through the stage or the boxes or whatever this was. But he clearly missed this jump. Um, I, I don't know, man. This is supposed to be one of your biggest pay-per-views, PLEs. Of the year, and this was nothing. This was like really slow, like l- not as good as a lot of TV matches. But it had black lights, I guess. <laughs> like I don't know, Wyatt, man. I know you like him. All sizzle, no steak. There's, Th- this there's nothing not there. This, uh, no, I think some of the stuff he does is, but this is not it. And then the bell rings, to steal a line from one of those idiot podcasts of, I think it's um. The guy well, that does all of the
1: you could he's it's possible to give him a match that's cool, but I think most of them are like swamp fight, house of horrors. They're gimmick. They're sizzle.
0: They're, there's all the sizzle there, but there's the nothing. Firefly
1: Funhouse one was good. Oh, the Inferno match that one sucked too because he got burned. Yeah,
0: there's just it's silly. His matches are boring. The crowd wasn't into this. Um, this is gonna make the worst of short list probably because I thought, especially considering that this is on their whatever one of the big shows of the year this was not good your yeah. thoughts like
1: it was stupid because mostly because it's a sponsorship like you could give i don't know what this has to do with Bray or ally Knight and to promote a drink really like and all the neon or black light like, stuff was stupid and then it was boot. it was really short like there's you can't really sink your teeth in anything and then what was the stuff after the match? He put on a mask for some reason. Oh, right. Uncle Howdy. Yep. Explain, please. Cannot. Like, I don't even I hope they have some segment for that on SmackDown because I'm confused.
0: I just went to my, my document where I'm keeping notes on the best and worst stuff. And it, I already put it in there. <laughs> I forgot. Where does break go now? Exactly. I don't know. Ellie Knight. I think Ellie Knight's going to be relieved to get away from this and be done with it, probably. I'm not sure what he does. Because I more, would I be. Uh then things don't get any better, right? We move into the raw women's championship match, um, with Bianca Belair defending against Alexa Bliss. Um we're told this is the second longest reign for Belair as a women's Matching champion. Match. Right? And so Belair's in control early, and then we get sort of like a hair-assisted bow and arrow from Alexa Bliss, then another boring submission from Bliss, then another, which was a chin lock. Um, sudden suplex by Belair shifts the momentum back in her direction. She chokes Bliss for a long time in the corner to, like, my notes say, to add to the snail's pace of this. There's, like, lots of time where not much is going Not lots of time because the match was
1: short, but, like,
0: within that, lots of time where nothing was happening. Other than
1: being conflicted with the Howdy stuff now, like, what's Bliss's gimmick? What does she do in the
0: ring? That's my question. She gets a flurry of kicks, then there's a little bit of awkwardness, and then a DDT. And then just kind of KOD and it's over, right? And then uh, you can sort of... It was really of, short, too. I was like, what? You can sort of summarize for me. I have spookiness as Bliss sits in the ring lamenting her loss. What was the spookiness? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, This was really bad, I thought. It was slow. Bliss did not seem capable of doing anything other than strikes and kicks that don't look great. And just so many basic submissions in such a short match. Like... Two matches in a row that I wouldn't even consider decent TV matches, let alone, like, on a big four show. So, I don't know. the, the... I don't know
1: why. Because the, the, they, they had a match on Raw already. So, why couldn't you just stick a rematch on Raw? You relegated DeVille and Flair to SmackDown. So, why don't you just put them on the Raw after? And we could avoid this. Yeah, this was... I, I don't see the point of this. And, being like... Weird. Normal I I love Bianca Belair. Normally I don't ask for this on a main roster show, but if these are so short, put more matches on. Like Like, at least one or two more, like that have substance. Just to to cleanse
0: my palate from this nonsense. Like in between
1: this these two or after these two. Rare is it gonna be that I'm asking for more matches.
0: But I think the show was already four something hours. Probably over four hours. Normal matches and all. Um, any thoughts on this? I don't need to you give your thoughts. You loved it, obviously. Uh, I,
1: it was really not much like I don't I hardly remember it. <laughs> yeah a week on and I didn't really care for it either. Like this kind of does a bit of a disservice to Belair and doesn't really do anything for Bliss either.
0: Nope. And then another awkward thing right after that that was pretty bad as well. Remember the Applebee's commercial with Lynch and Rollins? Oh, that I hated was that. So bad. So bad. Uh anyways. Um hopefully my notes aren't as long for this. It'll take in a while. So it's the women's Royal Rumble match this time. And what do we have here? Ripley's in at number 1, obviously. Liv Morgan's in at number 2 after she really wanted to be number 1, right? So she doesn't quite get what she wants. Um and this is where I'm saying I hoping I would love at this point for Ripley to get the Lesnar treatment and just keep throwing people out as they come in. I thought that would have been cool, but they don't. So Ripley dominates Morgan. Good old Dana Brooke enters number three. I'm sure she was your number one pick to win, right?
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, she's still here.
0: Ripley gets posted, and Brooke and Morgan sort of, quote-unquote, battle.
1: They mentioned that Brooke's been in, like, every Rumble match. Right. I'm just like, okay.
0: <laughs> and a semi-superplex to Morgan, I put, Ripley botches a Canadian backbreaker um, to Brooke and falls over, remember? <laughs> right, as Emma's coming oh, yeah. in at number four um three people gang up on ripley as baszler enters at five and jack cheers baszler throws morgan and brooke around a bit before stomping brooke's arm as bailey enters at six lull in the action bfab enters at seven and i'm happy for all the we were excited because we're just like how bad is she gonna look and what's she gonna screw up we were like celebrating bfab coming in yeah she wasn't in long um, she's out fast, yeah. They do her a favor an attacker one at a time, so she can fight some of them off, but then a Ripley headbutt and she's out. Roxanne Perez is in gets a pretty nice reaction. She's the first surprise entrance at eight, right? Um, which is already more interesting than both all of the men's surprise entrance, right? At least it's somebody um, somebody new, I guess. Uh, so she actually picks up the pace I thought looked pretty good here when she came in. Dakota Kai's at nine. She, of course, uh, helps save Bailey from elimination right there. Nothing really happens before EO enters at 10. Now all three damage controller in the ring, and Io's just kind of running around, kicking everybody. Damage control go on a run, then they eliminate Dana Brooke, Emma, and Roxanne Perez. Um, good old Natalia enters at 11, and the crowd goes mild, my note says. Um, punches, then nothing happens some more until LeRae enters at 12. This started to frustrate me, right? Like... Um, the person coming, uh, I think it's in my notes, I'll wait. Uh, damage control then take out Basler and Natalia. as Basler uh, has Natalia in a chokehold. Zoe Stark is a, another surprise entrance at 13. I should have taken her, or did I take her? I can't remember. I thought about it. For what? She fights a surprise entrant. She fights off damage control with strikes and suplexes. Why are you looking at me like that? I forgot who you said. Zoe Stark. Oh. Zaylee enters at 14 with like did a take, yeah, some sort of staff, but the ref takes it away, and she kicks a bunch of people. Candice Laurie is pushed off the top. Wow, you a, got none of them again. You eliminated suck. by EO. Le- Becky Lynch is 15. She goes right for Bailey, um, and she takes out Sky and Kai in the process. Numbers it's, game gets to Lynch it's on the Kai floor. And Sky, all right. Damage control runner into the barricade, and then the announce table. Tegan Knox is 16. She hits a Molygo round to Ripley. Shout out to scripts, <laughs> and runs around hitting corner attacks. Liv and Knox team up briefly on Stark and almost eliminate her. As Asuka enters at 17 with a new look and yeah, a yeah, decked out like huge reaction, right? Her Japan look.
1: Yeah, I was surprised to see her. I'll People
0: say. were thrilled to see her. I was. Uh, she's awesome, so I'm super happy for that. Uh, everyone is scared of Asuka Like in the ring, the crowd is super hyped. Yeah, she, she su- looks sweet with the full she face cool. paint look. Um, Shorter she, hair, she, right? I think too.
1: Yeah, a little bit like her early NXT days, right? Right. Like her, the face paint harkened back to Japan. Like she looked really sweet. Like, she did. It, it looks sick.
0: She suplexes Stark, back fist and kicks to Bailey. Asuka uh, kicks Tegan, knocks off the apron to eliminate her. Piper Niven, not Dewdrop.
1: Yeah, I I thought that I kind of popped for that a little bit. Surprise debut. I did think she did I put her in my picks let me just check. i don't think quick. so i don't think i did i should have because oh my she, god and she was she... More rumor, but like I, I was happy she had her name back like that's good for her she
0: goes on a nice run but then it's like commentary are tripping over themselves to do puns about her previous name right because they don't want to say that it's formerly do drop but it's like i do believe she's gonna drop everybody and stuff no, like they that didn't. oh no. th- like three or four different oh, times. Oh, so bad. Uh, Tamina's in at 19. She and Niven face off because powerhouses, I guess. Tamina super kick. Uh, Lynch is back in, and she DD2s two of damage control. Chelsea Green's another surprise at 20. That one was rumored, right?
1: I was pretty happy with that because that was my first pick. Right. I, I nailed it.
0: She's immediately thrown out by Tamina to set a new record for that. And I guess that's tying into her. You said she's doing like a Karen gimmick, so she can that's complain about yeah, that, I, I guess. I didn't
1: actually see anything yet, but that's what I've heard.
0: Lynch eliminates Sky. Bailey eliminates Becky. Liv eliminates Bailey in rapid succession. Zelina Vega is 21 and is a street fighter. Uh, yeah, I think
1: she's actually like in the game. I
0: okay. think she's a commentator. Or something is what I heard. Something like
1: that. Yeah, I don't know how. But
0: code red to Ripley. Lee and Vega battle on the apron, and Vega eliminates uh, lee Rodriguez is 22, dominates everyone for a bit. Meechin is 23. She dominates for a little bit. Shocking this is the pattern of this match. More so than usual, honestly. Including a DDT to Ripley. Lacey Evans at 24. Sure, she dominates with basic stuff for a minute. Michelle McCool is a surprise at 25. She comes out of the front row. Styles Clash to Vega. McCool eliminates Tamina. Indy Hartwell, yet another surprise at 26 to no reaction. Whoops. Unfortunately. <laughs> Uh, she does the same as everyone else. This is possibly the most repetitive Rumble match I have ever seen. Deville is 27, eliminates Stark, and then she and Asuka kick each other in the head at the same time. Evans, Cobra, clutch to Zelina Vega in the corner. Vega gets dropped and eliminated. It lands pretty hard. It looked like she uh, took a pretty serious landing there. Shotzi is 28, and Jack groans. High crossbody and kicks. DeVille eliminates Indy just before Nikki Cross enters at 29, and guess what? She dominates right away. How refreshing. Nia Jax is 30, and Jack <laughs> is done. <laughs> Did you walk like, out of the room at that I,
1: point? I, 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 d- as a joke, yeah, because I was like, oh, that was so stupid. Like, of all the 30, en- of all the last entrants you could have picked, you, you picked Nia Jax. They all gang up and
0: attack her, but she's just too strong. Ripley can't slam Jax and can barely hit a Riptide, remember? It was, like, oh, yeah. a really weak. Um, a group and eliminates Jax, and she is mad. Rodriguez eliminates Evans, then tries to eliminate Osaka, who ends up on the apron battling Deville. Osaka eliminates Deville just before Evans, Shotzi, and Michin get eliminated to get down to six. Niven suplexes Rodriguez before a cannonball. Raquel eliminates Niven with a boot. Ripley eliminates Rodriguez. Cross goes for a draping DDT to Osaka on the apron, but Liv Morgan runs into Cross and eliminates her. Morgan, Asuka, and Ripley are our final three. Asuka dominates until Liv and Ripley work together briefly. All three are on the apron. We get the miss to Liv Morgan, but Rhea eliminates Asuka, and Morgan is now blind. Rhea slips and is almost out, but Liv can't see. You got Rick- Ripley hanging from the rope. She grabs Liv Morgan with her ankles and flips Morgan to the floor, and Rhea Ripley wins the she Royal like, Rumble. She, like, her pretty hard. Too. Yeah, she did. From the number one spot, so, like, super mega awesome for Rhea Ripley. Um,
1: Like Gunther, but better.
0: Yeah, like Gunther plus actually winning, right? So... I mean, this one for me, I, I was really sensitive to the same formula over and over. New entrant comes in, hits the It was a lot more apparent here. Right? Then they just stand around, like almost nothing happening. And it was really pronounced. Nothing of note happens between anyone unless they're interacting with the person that just came in. Right. Um, I mean, everyone just get, like, sort the of... of offense, there's right? just like lame kicks or stomps or struggling to lift people. And I know you're going to be like, yeah, every rumble does that. I feel like it was glaringly obvious here. Um, I was really frustrated by, like, the mid-20s uh, uh, entrance here. Honestly, nothing memorable outside of the reaction Osaka got. Like, was there any big spot that was cool? I don't think of any, really. And the outcome of this, just like the men's, right, was super predictable. Yeah, it was both um, of our first picks again, right? So another, As if there was any type. Another kind of felt similarly to the men's. At least there were better... So, I think this one had better surprises, but not as many, like, storylines and things being furthered
1: that I'm aware of. I not... think, like, yeah, there wasn't a lot in the men's one, but I feel like, yeah, there was better other stuff.
0: But, so, not boring, but not exciting either, right? Yeah. So, in a couple of years, I'll barely remember anything from this, right? There's nothing I'll no, be I'm like. Not. No. There's, Whereas not, there's not like a Logan Paul spot. There's, like, and I know, like, we're hard on WWE. There's several things from this week's Dynamite that I'll probably remember. You know what I mean? Ahead of this pay-per-view. <laughs> um... So and this is where apparently Hardy played a song live, but we missed it. <laughs> Sorry. Were your thoughts on that match? Anything different?
1: Uh, no, it was. I don't know. Kind of, I I think I like the men's one a little more. I did too. Just on I the think. whole, I do too. Obviously, the entrance disappointed me then, but I think like on the whole. Yep, I agree.
0: Uh, so we miss Hardy. That's a shame. Main event time. It's Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed championship. Uh, so Roman's in control early until a back elbow sends. Send, I'm going to really summarize this one. Basically. Um, it's a very solid back and forth match, right? And any major spots as I do you remember anything major as the stairs I stairs then. Oh yes, you super painful again. That was
1: like I was wincing.
0: Yeah, it looked crazy. Um Owens botches a moonsault attempt, right? Uh, but kinda lands right on the reins, and then they do it over again and so reigns moves and hits a spear um pop-up powerbomb and i think we got like the visual pinfall right because the referee was taken yes. out yes
1: yeah i think they did one of those
0: um and then like the drama kicks in right so i'll go a little more detailed from there you get the low blow by roman and he's asking sammy for a chair and sammy's torn right because we've been sort of monitoring his reaction to see you know is he loyal to roman is he worried yeah, about his longtime of course, best had friend at a point as well right um Sammy then reminds Roman, like, listen, you told me I wasn't supposed to do anything, right? But Roman orders him to get a chair. Uh, Sammy hesitates. Owens recovers enough to hit a stunner here for a really good, like, I want to say good near fall. You still know it's not happening, but it was, like, still really well done near fall, mm-hmm. right? Um, then a pop-up power bomb that gets countered into a spear. Superman punch, but Owens still manages to kick out. Uh, Owens Of a up- Superman punch? Yeah, no. so crazy. Owens ends up, ends up on the floor with Sammy, and Sammy's just like, stay down, stay down. Uh, so Roman runs over and spears Owens through the barricade. Again, that looked great this time. Um, Raiden shoves Owen down hard on the steps again. Sammy's looking concerned, right, because it does look painful. He does it again, and it looks like it's killing Owens back in the back of his head, right? I don't know there's no good way to take that right
1: you've just oh, got to be like looked, i was wincing like that got a reaction me, yeah which it was a lot like, it was in multiple times so i was just like why like it looks so like i don't know how you uh, it just looks so uh so it's owens ingrained in my mind
0: owens is briefly defiant here but then it's one more spear from reigns and the match is over um and then reigns basically after one of the usos called never get them straight is About to give Sammy his necklace, right? And uh, Reigns stops him from doing that. Okay, the Usos then attack Owens, who's still on the ground. Oh
1: my god, the man is super kicks like made me laugh. It great, like, just a vicious it attack was so much. I was like, relax.
0: And Reigns is making Sammy watch. Then they put a chair on Kevin Owens' neck, and Sokoa runs into it hip first. Then they get handcuffs, handcuffs out, and Sammy is like looking torn by this right and just stressed out more super kicks to owens who's now handcuffed to the ropes just a vicious assault on this guy um sammy then tries to talk roman out of hitting owens with the chair so reigns of course you see it coming but it was still amazing hands the chair to sammy instead like fine i'm not going to hit him with the chair but you are which right. was amazing right uh sammy argues that he's like owens is done like he's done we don't need to do this roman tells sammy he loves him and that Owens has basically held him down and been an anchor, and something I think he said something about like last year at this time you were in a, Jack- in like a jackass match or something. Uh, like. You were a,
1: that was it was the setup last year because Knoxville was in the Rumble last year,
0: right? Uh, so Roman turns his back to Sammy and the crowd. Every even at home, right? We're like bubbling with anticipation here. Is he gonna? Is Sammy gonna do it? Is he not? Reigns, uh, then Pi faces Sammy. Roman's turns his back one more time. And this time, Sammy does it. He hits Roman Reigns in the back with the chair, and the crowd like, goes bananas. And I was into it as well. I'm not going to lie. Uso, because su- <laughs> I don't know which one. And Uso super kicks Sammy. Jimmy. There you go. Sokoa hits the Samoan spike. General beatdown of Sammy. And then uh, the bad Uso, Jay, I guess, okay. in this case, walks away. And the crowd just loves that too, right? Roman then wears Sammy out with the chair. Um, This was the best thing on the show I think is probably going to be consensus the match was good right like a very good back and forth match I thought Owens looked pretty awesome in defeat here because he just took an absolute beating and just kept kicking out of a lot of Re- Reigns best stuff right uh, Owens flurries of offense look
1: great in contrast to like Reigns' style is so deliberate right it was definitely more like that though like I remember Kind of got pointed more like um in the pandemic matches was like Jay and like the yes. early one with the ones back when they were in the Thunderdome right yeah and the rings were also more mic'd and whatever yeah um so I think it's it's kind of a little better right because I think it was a lot like and also and in really this gone.
0: one in the lulls we had Sammy's reaction and stuff right. to focus on yeah and, yeah. It and it Heyman up, and right? so it, we had other things to do uh, in between um it was the aftermath right just like absolutely compelling dramatic stuff this is what I think smart wrestling fans want, right? And just we're pretty hard on WWE a lot, but clearly there's people here, whether it's Heyman and others or whatever, who can do long term storytelling, who can just do amazing, amazing stuff. And like they have performers that are absolutely crushing this stuff every week, like both of the Usos, Sokoa in his role, right? Is is fantastic. Right. However, Um, Sammy's next level just everything in this roman's
1: great opposite him right so yeah this was just like obviously everything can't be like long term like this but i feel like when you have the opportunity to do something like this like this is what you should be doing this is one of the all-time great storylines i would
0: suggest to you in wwe history yeah just the length the like just how good it's been pretty much throughout i've always said
1: there was a bit of a lull first time i've actually lived through something like this because When's the last time they've actually done something this good? And this is why, folks, WWE frustrates the crap out of us because they can do stuff like this,
0: but they don't, right? They, they're catering to a younger, simpler base. I, feel I don't like anyone know. Anyone could get into this, though, if, depending yes, on what it is, right? This like, is the stuff that marginal fans, or like I was saying, I think last week, like I'm hearing lots of people saying they're getting their significant other who's not a fan to be like, watch these clips every week at least, right? And see that this is the drama people want. This is fantastic stuff. So now, like, you've got Sammy, you've got which oso? Jay, Jimmy? Uh, which one? The one that walked away. Jay. So, like, the fans are riveted and want to know what's going on next with them, right? So this is just fantastic stuff, and it makes me happy. I don't want to dislike everything WWE does, right? I want to like wrestling. I'm a wrestling fan. This has been fantastic. This was the best thing on this show, right? Like, and I'm usually the guy that really cares about wrestling more than other stuff, I think you have to have everything. Mm-hmm. But this was by far the best thing on this
1: show, oh, yeah, it was the only thing I actually really enjoyed. Like, like the whole compelling. aftermath like, had me like, yeah, I, that's when I was paying attention, that's yes. the only time I was like into it. And that was kind of cool. had that, I had this weird gut feeling too, because I was like, no, it was, oh, I don't, I didn't know it was gonna happen, like, I, you can kind of tell eventually, but like, even still, I'm just like when's he going to do it? There's one time where I thought he was going to do it. Then he didn't do it. Then he did it later. Yeah. I and was, I was just like, and, and the then fact Jay, that Sammy Jay was, walked away, I was just like, I know my mind was blown. Beautiful. I was, like, I was just like, that blew my mind.
0: And the fact that Sammy did it and didn't get turned on. Right. He struck first, I think is awesome. And I like that. Look yeah. Which is I'm not, not sh- what they normally do. I'm
1: not sure if that's what I would have expected. No, I, because I, they don't normally do that. Right. Yeah. So they'll let him be this. Cause because turning do, face they tend
0: to do stupid baby face right? right where it's like you're dumb and you hang on too long and then they kill you whereas this one sammy yeah it was he, just he got killed still this yes but yeah just Owens, and
1: he, like looked awesome too just like kind of just limp there and the I viciousness
0: say. of the beatdown was crazy so fantastic end to this show uh, i like the main event match as well but it was obviously the aftermath was the key um overall rating uh the finish of that match is not enough to sort of... No, it doesn't it, save the whole show, right? No. Um, so like I'm going to go... The matches
1: were so weird.
0: I'm going to go C plus as high as I can go. Like an all-time segment. All-time segment after the main and event. And I,
1: I think that... Uh, undoubtedly deserves to go on last like i think that was the right move but but that like saves it from being like a d plus show i could almost go b minus based on the strength I can't of that no i can't quite, quite either i'll, and, like, I'll I stick think with c the men's rumble was solid um it, it definitely like saved then, it trash trash from being as bad as last year because i hated it last year uh, yeah women's rumble wasn't very good and save then for ripley's dominance garbage in between and yeah like None, like, short-lived garbage. None, like, notable. Like, it was just, like, I don't even understand what happened in the middle. Like, it, why it did well you bother
0: building these things to give us
1: this? Could have just had two rumbles in the main event, and I would have been fine. Yep. Agreed. Um, and then the main event was, it was a pretty good match. Like, it was a good match, for it's sure. It's the only time I've seen them face off in a normal situation. because even their 2017 match was no holds barred. Then right. they had a TLC match at TLC. Then they had a last-man-standing match in 2021. So this this one was under normal, it's pretty cool. The stairs spot was Awesome. Like just again Winston. I was like kind of turning away a bit. Like and then the segment was simply incredible. Like I I would like to maybe watch that full thing back sometimes. Yep. It was insane. Like I I was just captivated when Jay walked away, like and his facial expressions were superb by yep, the way. Perfect. Um and like they just killed Owens and Zane, like That'll build them as, like, they're going to be a sick team. Like, cause they have the team, right? I would think so. Like, it's going to be so sweet when they do. Yep. It's, it's going to be so good. And, like, the Look whole, at us loving it's going to be stuff. so centered around Sammy and Jay, too. Like, I think that's going to be really right. cool. I hope Jay eventually kind of falls in line a bit because at least to lose the titles. Or maybe he doesn't and that loses them the titles. And then Jay can turn on Roman. Because if you think about that, that's at least, like, three years in the making or right. something. And you can insane. get months and months
0: more of this similar story, yeah. right? And keep this going.
1: And you got Zayn and Roman at chamber. So that'll yep. be sweet. And in Montreal, nonetheless, nonetheless. so like
0: I know. They've got sweet. us loving some WWE stuff. It feels good. It's refreshing mm-hmm. I, it's, for sure. It's weird. It is weird. So anyways, yep. Uh, that is our Royal Rumble review. This is going to make a long episode because we are just about to start now, almost an hour in, getting into our in-depth review of this week's episode of AEW Dynamite. All right, let's get through Dynamite, man. It's almost midnight.
1: Does punching your phone ever make it get Wi-Fi?
0: No. And I have to get up early tomorrow. Well, early-ish, anyways, for basketball. So talk about Dynamite, man. I'm kind of excited to talk about it, so... It might uh might take a while but let's get into it.
1: Um yeah, so they started with pretty hot with uh Hangman and uh Moxley. I've heard of them. Round 3, I think. Um so Mox attacked him right away during his entrance they were brawling on the outside. Um then like uh it hasn't started yet. And Hangman flung a chair at Mox. So the match obviously hasn't started. They got in the ring and the match actually starts so that was whole kind of legal, I guess. And I'm not um, a huge
0: fan of brawling, but I thought like a, with this, with these guys, it makes sense. They're pretty good at it, and somehow, before the match starts, bothers me less than when it's like part of the actual match. You know, I don't know. It didn't bother me that much. Anyway, yeah,
1: so. it was in go- like the. I think I feel like the, the feud warrants there, right? it a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I agree. And considering that's been a lot of the feud. Right. Um, Mox is also bleeding already. Of course that figures immediately. Um Hangman goes for a springboard clothesline with Mox on the apron but uh, Mox kind of con- counters with the clothesline club of his own which was kind of cool cuz it just like kind of Hangman just kind of goes right into his pretty meaty shot. Yes. Um there's an avalanche DVD from Hangman for 2 which Mox kind of landed like a little higher which made it look it pretty cool. Looked awesome, yeah. Um there's a cutter from Mox. Uh armbar applied juju katami eh. Right. Uh but Hangman gets a rope break uh hangman misses the moonsault to the outside lands on his feet which was pretty nuts it was uh mox hits a lariat uh which you're saying like his ankles would be screwed
0: oh i couldn't believe like how do you you can't do that a lot like be flipping over the ropes and landing on your feet on the floor like concrete with a two inch mat or whatever kind of bend right yeah it can't be good
1: um pop-up powerbomb through the timekeeper's table from hangman which was a little Almost didn't get it, but I think they nailed it pretty I good. I kind of
0: think it was effective like that because you w- it looks like you almost lost control of him, yeah, yeah. and then so
1: like it had a nice look to it. Yeah, right? I liked it. Um, Dead Eye from Hangman for near fall. Uh, Mox connects with that big King Kong lariat. Then he hit. Uh, wait, so, no wait. Then there was a buckshot lariat. Uh, for near fall, which was surprising. Yes,
0: to kick out. Yeah.
1: Um, Hangman. Uh, got Mox and the Bulldog choke off the back of that kick out. Uh, and then Mox comes in like he counters with a a kind of a tight pin and he picks up the surprise win yeah and there's a bit of an argument after uh, but blackpool are kind of there to keep it
0: yeah a fantastic match i pretty much love this they beat the hell out of each other right just really snug forearms and things and a couple avalanche moves and the package pile driver um or small package driver that page did looked awesome so
1: Yeah, I forgot he did that.
0: Just super intense back-and-forth stuff. Stiff shots, a bit of high-impact things, and a couple memorable spots with the table and whatnot. And, like, I love the story of, like, Paige kind of got caught up in the moment, right? And he wants to prove a point, so he's going to hit Mox with his own finisher, only Mox counters that for the pinfall, especially when, like, after all the violence and, like, hard-hitting stuff in this match... It's a cool bit of storytelling to have it win with the counter and that Which pinfall, you right? you
1: like, well, Hangman was really annoyed, obviously, because he didn't win. And, and I think there's a Mox, hint of that's not how Mox wanted to right. win it. Right, I think commentary kind of mentioned too. that, too, right? Which kind of got me kind of noticing that.
0: So, like, are we going to get another match, then? I'm fine. I, that's, I was thinking maybe. I'm fine with that, right? They have Obviously, these guys have excellent chemistry, right? I could easily watch another match. I thought this was a fantastic opener. A great start of the show, and I was pretty confident that this would be my match of the night. But there is some debate as we get through this show, so awesome start. Mm-hmm. You,
1: yeah, I think it it was good, but like I definitely think, yeah, it, get, it gets better later. Um, I, yeah, it was pretty good to start us off this week. I feel like if I felt like one, like because I feel like the last couple of weeks I was like, it's weird. I it think I like this opener. more than you, and it's your two guys. No, it was like because last, last couple of weeks I was yeah. like, I think this was a good opener. Oh, yeah, this was awesome. Uh, it's a better feud. Mox is an Ohio guy, so it's a good choice to start. I think they gave us another good one here. Um, even if I may have enjoyed the previous one a little more, a lot of hard-hitting shots in here. Which, like There was the one layer that mimicked the knockout blow really well. Um, I was pretty su- surprised he kicked out of the buckshot, too. Like You could tell he's going to kick out, but I was surprised they made the call to do that, I guess, because it's a pretty protective move. It is. I um, thought the finish was pretty well done, too. Pin looked pretty tight. Worked as a submission well. Um, I like them pl- how they play it off afterwards. Like Mox is kind of annoyed, Hangman's annoyed, so maybe you get a fourth match, which is kind of surprising, but uh, seems possible now, and I'm okay with it. Me too. Uh, and then we got a quick Darby on Joe package. Not much, we're just we're getting No Holds Barred match for the TNT title tonight because Joe wants his rematch. Uh, Darby wants this to be a finale, so no rematches. The king um, will
0: not be usurped by a man like you, Dead L- Boy. Love that, and c- we both. I have my. We both smile when Joe calls Darby Dead Boy. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I thought it was solid. Explains the gang, in the stipulation. I think Joe's bits were clipped from some previous promos, but I think it's still amusing. Yep. Uh, the fact that they're saying this will be the definitive finale is interesting because then I don't know. Like I don't know. How, you can't really go back, I guess.
0: No. Uh, I I thought like Samoa Joe's fantastic. Darby was good here too, and it was a quick, cool little segment that accomplished something. Right? We get the rematch, and it's no holds barred, and we know that. So. Hmm. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. good. Good little segment. And then Um
1: then we get a big one. Uh Jamie Hater and Bunny. Woo. Uh Bunny says they're all impressed because she's with Butcher and Blade with Hater's win. Let's go over Amy Sakura. So just big name after big name here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she knows Hater doesn't back down, so she challenges her to an Eliminator match next week. Because that's what baby faces do. They don't turn down a challenge. Double
0: turn. Okay.
1: Tapping. Uh hater accepts says she'd like a challenge. <laughs> Uh, and she's free next week. Um, Renee says she's hearing about something we cut to Saraya and, I think, Tony Storm. I didn't pay attention. Uh, attacking Baker in the parking lot. We're
0: heels in case you forgot. <laughs> right? Is what it felt like. In case you're not up to speed. So, yeah. I don't know. Basically, remind us Saraya and Storm are heels. And sure seems like Jamie Hater's a face now, right? Taking on challenges from random heels as well. Because Bunny's a heel. Challenging our babyface champion, I guess. So, interesting, like multiple person double turn cuz i don't know i guess we'll get to brit later but yeah i don't know what do you think
1: yeah and like bunny in an eliminator just is like i don't know i i got a good chuckle out of haters using the word challenge in reference right. to her um the the thing i wrote was uh hater saying the word challenge in reference to the bunny is funny to me accidental rhyme uh the attack bit was whatever i guess the double turn is upon us which is bizarre it is a bit
0: strange mm-hmm. i mean they're trying to write a big story for women so i guess we need since that's what we've been saying they need to do we should ride it out and see how it goes but i can't say i'm captivated so far but who knows
1: yeah and um i just i guess them are supposed to boost Araya, but
0: i guess which i want to so that's easy i was going to anyways i guess i was going to do that anyways.
1: <laughs> Uh, next we get the acclaimed in action with uh, Jobber guns, which I've we dubbed the water pistols
0: because <laughs> they're not guns. I have question mark question mark. I don't know. Who they acclaimed.
1: Are. Um, they hit scissor me timbers to the one guy and then hit him with the arrival mic drop for the win. Yep. So, this was to get squash, to the segment after squash. Yep. Yeah. Then the guns come out to the theme, which I love so much. I don't. I don't um, mind it. I I hate it. It's retro. I hate it. Uh, Colton says last week they said they want a title shot they want an answer now uh bowen says they want an answer and they do realize they're interrupting the most popular team in wrestling winning his team in aw everyone loves the acclaimed uh bowen says they're the people's choice and the people's voice uh they say they should ask the people and, and people chant no and they boo and whatever so they say no to the challenge guns get in their faces billy Gunn says enough and he's had enough as he walks up the ramp austin says he can do what he did their whole childhood and walk away it says he says, you should do what he did then and drown his sores in a pill bottle. <laughs> that one pretty, got me. Pretty hardcore. Yep. yep. Um, Gun comes back to the ring and says they think they have what it takes, and he grants them the tall shot, and we'll see you next week. And the acclaimers are kind of like, what?
0: Yeah, I think maybe the Guns could be a solid like mid-card healed team, but, but they're not believable title we contenders. We don't have mid-card tag champs. No. Uh, and... It's weird because we've been down this road before with the guns and the acclaimed, right? But I still found myself enjoying this segment. I thought Bowens, who did most of the talking, right? Almost all the talking for the claim sounded awesome. And Austin's shot at Billy was pretty savage, the pill reference. That was a nice line. Um, And I thought when Billy came back and got in Austin's face, Austin did some really good acting like afraid ask. of his dad sort of thing but then like once once billy announced they could have the match he kind of was smiling too so i thought that was pretty cool i i don't know man just as as a wrestling fan it feels like billy gunn's gonna turn on claim, and we might get
1: which i don't know why like it
0: could cost them the titles it could be after the match it could be not at all because on the flip side right he's so popular with the acclaimed right now. Do you really do that?
1: Exactly. Right. And I feel like the other thing works, but I don't think the gun club ever really did anything. And they don't usually
0: telegraph stuff. Not that this is maybe exactly telegraphing it just gun because club, I've got club. whatever, almost 40 years of watching wrestling. Wow. That's gross to say, but true. Um, that I can cut. It kind of feels like that's where it's going. Right. But
1: I guess we'll find out, but I kind of like the segment. Yeah. I thought like, I, I mean obviously it's one of the match angle kind of scenarios, which is whatever squash match there. Nah. Um I thought like the promos were solid, I thought Bones was solid, uh both guns were solid. Uh Austin had the one line that was pretty sweet. Uh and Billy fine too. The mic issues kinda of stunted it, but uh it's not his fault. <laughs> he was pissed. He um, spiked yeah. that mic down. Uh I guess we're getting the match next week. Uh, I'm not sure what the deal is gonna be with Billy. It seems kinda of disgruntled with the whole situation, so I'm not sure how that's gonna play out. Um so We'll we'll see if it comes uh next we'll we'll see what comes of it next I week. I don't think I'm ready for guns as tag champs. I don't I don't think that'll happen. I don't even I don't think it won't not happen. <laughs> and I you just
0: passed Ontario's literacy test. I eh? don't know
1: if that works. Uh I don't think it won't not happen. yeah, that works. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen, so I don't think it won't what, not what's happen. What's the
0: office reference I'm thinking of right
1: now? Uh don't don't bother Luke. Correct. Don't 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 bother luke Correct. don't not bother luke don't not bother i remember the one thing don't. in practical jokers is the one challenge where they have to get people to protest with them so they protest signs and the one they gave sal was um oh don't, don't stop, stop letting people yet. not help right and then he takes it and it's like stop letting people help He just solved it right there that, that was really funny to me yeah, um i remember yeah. that one um so yeah that's that's funny anyways uh yeah i don't they they, they would not not so like i guess i to got a quick boy perry interview Uh, He says he had a great time teaming with Hook. He had his back when no one did. But he did the team thing before. With who? I don't... should get on TV. and No lawsuits or anything, right? (laughs) He needs a new face Uh, first. uh, (laughs) And he reached the top, but he fell down a long way. He should just be Luchasaurus without a mask and just pretend to be a dinosaur but look like a human completely.
0: You should get that exact mask tattooed on his face and that's not a mask. There we go.
1: Because face tattoos would never be stupid. Correct. Right, Trench? Trench. (laughs) Uh... I think, that's what, uh, I think that's what I heard, too. Uh, and says the gold is here to be a champion again, but by himself. Oh.
0: Doesn't it feel like this is the exact same thing he said last time, and then they're going to have one more match together? And I was wondering, a reluctant tag team that keeps winning like, could be interesting. What? Him and... Like, they agree, okay, fine, one more, ma- but they keep winning, so they just keep going, fine, one more, and they keep winning. And he's
1: like, I want to be a single star and get gold, but we keep winning. I, I could be okay uh, with this that. This is fine, but it doesn't really set him in much of a direction because it's so vague. So I'm just like. But it feels like he already
0: did the "I'm done." I uh, thought it was one and done, and then they did one more. So I feel like maybe it's going to be like one more and one more. I don't know, and it could be interesting. We'll see.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh. Next, we get Brian Cage versus Kanosuke Takeshita. Our boy. Uh, Takeshita gets the one of the leaping clotheslines, uh, which is pretty cool. Not Takeshita line. It's weird. Uh, Cage power bombs him into the post, which is pretty nice. Uh, there's a wrist clutch forearm exchange. Uh, Takesha nails that blue thunder bomb for two, which always looks really nice. Awesome. Um, outside it in super from the machine, which is why they call him Cage. Let's not forget. <laughs> uh, have to have to throw that in. Uh, Takesha hits a stalling German for two, which is pretty cool. Um, he goes for the jumping knee. Cage catches him, hits a buckle bomb. Then he tries to follow up with an F5. Takesha gets out, lands a lager bomb for two. Then we get a pair of brain busters from Takesha for two. which is Yeah, pretty we cool. do. Cage lands the F5. Uh, Then the finish comes with Takesh hitting an Avalanche Brain Buster and a V-Trigger for the win, which will pump me, but we'll go with the it V-Trigger. It looked good, too. Yeah,
0: um, Yeah. this match looked awesome on paper, and it delivered for me. Like, I thought they both looked awesome. Just so many high-impact moves because Takesh is a big dude. Like, he's taller than Cage. Um, lots of high-impact stuff from each man. I thought they both looked really good. Takeshita finally gets a win, right? And I, I would call it a quality win, um, as well. And he's just Takeshita's so good, and every matchup right now is so fresh, right? It's exactly what I always say: I want a new good wrestler just come out of nowhere and like keep having great matches. It's exactly what he does. He's he's in my handful of like top wrestlers to watch right now because. Every match is like the first time he's facing them, right? So, any they're all good. So, another really good match from him and Cage. Mm-hmm. Cage did yeah, his part. Yeah, I
1: think it's an interesting one because you know Takesha is strong. So, like, and it's it, it like when he hit this long German on Cage, I was surprised. Yeah. Oh no, he's a big dude. He's a strong guy. Um. Yeah, but I like this again, and Takesha picked up a win. That's a, I swear this yeah. is the first time I've seen that. I think it is. Um. So yeah, another sweet match for him and delivering again. Um. And it's the first time I have seen him. like I was surprised. I was like, oh my god. I watched Takesh to win a match. Yep. Um, he was on full display again. Uh, I think everything he does looks cool. He hits hard. He's just, he's really cool. I don't know what he it is. He is but, cool. And um, Cage was a cool opponent for him to work with. Um, got some cool stuff as well. Criminally, though, no drill claw, but one can dream. They
0: did replay a drill claw, though. That was last week. And oh. also, it wasn't in the match. I know.
1: Uh, I would even sacrifice a Takesh to win for a drill claw, but That's I guess I will have to settle for the guy. I like a lot winning. His first dynamite or getting his first In a dynamite. Good match. I, win. I guess I'll have to settle for Takeshita winning, which I guess that that kind of sucks. Yep. Because no drill claw.
0: But Takeshita won.
1: Should have a drill claw. Like drill claw. No drills were clawed. No claws were drilled. Exactly. Uh, next, we get a jazz interview. So Jericho talks about. <laughs> My notes refer to it as
0: obligatory jazz segment. Mandatory
1: jazz Contractually segment. Contractually
0: obligated to put <laughs> them on every week.
1: Uh, So he talks about Starks wanting another match. Guevara suggests the Garcia-Guevara gauntlet. Uh, Garcia, so it's basically sure. he has to beat 2.0, and then either Garcia or Guevara, they'll let him know the night of. Uh, And he says, if Starks can get through that gauntlet, then he'll kick Ricky's ass. I'm just like, why wasn't this the setup for the first match? Like, this right. should be the first thing they had done. Like, maybe They're going they get again. into a brawl and beat him up. Like, you have a segment or two, and then this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't, this can't just be like, Oh, hey, you want to match a Jericho Boom Gauntlet? Obviously, you need to set it up. But, like, I mean, in terms of matches, this should have been the first thing they did. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyways, this all makes sense. It's fine, and good, whatever. No Hager, so that's a plus. Personally, I'd rather see Stark's face Guevara. Um, Not that, no diss to Garcia. I just think picturing it, Gar- Guevara seems more entertaining to me. Uh, like, because, I don't know, Garcia would work better with other people.
0: Yeah, this barely held my interest. Like, I'm just. Do you remember when Daniel Garcia was really cool and that finally was when won he was us about over? To leave. Right? Like, we finally were like, yeah, I see it with this kid. I get what all the hype is about. And Jericho's supposed to be here to, like, elevate people and make stars. Garcia has become exponentially less interesting since being back with oh, yeah. Jazz. He's I, staying he's, with Jass, right? He's been
1: pretty much an afterthought for me.
0: It's super disappointing. So, I don't know. These guys are just kind of here for me at this point. And I don't dislike them individually, but I don't find this group, like, they have to be on TV. It's kind of... I don't know, it just doesn't really interest me. So anyways, we can move on.
1: Um, next we get the elite at the basketball court. So Matt talks about them being two time champs, then Omega says tough like a one up on them, like the whenever the mat- that match was. Not last week, I think the week before. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so they have what they bring in Air fox next week, shoot their shot, and they better not miss. Um, firm come in, Cassidy, Hardy, Page, Hathaway. Uh, talk about how the Elite are doing nothing all week. They challenge them to match on Rampage for the titles. Woo, 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 woo.
0: And Nick makes a jump shot. And we swished Nick makes it. a jump shot. Okay. Uh, So, obviously, Top Flight and Fox have no chance of winning, but this match could be awesome, right? And you could be like, well, yeah, you would have thought Top Flight didn't have a chance either, but this is for the Trios titles, right? So, pretty sure they're not changing hands here, but... Yeah, there, I mean, it was a typical thing to set up a rampage match, right? Is it? Yeah. Yes, it is. So I might want to watch that, though. For what? The, I want to watch this match. But the firm? I want to watch Top Flight and Fox against the Elite. That's next week. Yeah, I want to watch that. On Dynamite. Oh, sorry. Then what am I saying, rampage match? Firm. Oh, <laughs> my notes were sparse there. So yeah, I don't know. It, it'll be a cool match. AR Fox and Top Flight make mm-hmm. sense.
1: Uh yeah, I think it's on Dynamite. Um so yeah, that was fine. Uh I hope so. that match is sweet for next week. And a rampage match, I guess. Sure. Sure. Uh next we got Brian Danson versus Timothy Thatcher. Our another one of our boys. Our boy. Our favorite psychotic looking technical. Uh, his facial wrestler. expressions were he's, awesome. He's very amusing to me. Super intense. Um so Danson's got a bone arrow stretch. Thatcher gets up by like he breaks his arm Danson's arm off the bat arm, of course. Uh like just starts targeting that right away. Uh there are corner chops and kicks from Danson and you can see him kinda of like holding the left arm close to him. Uh followed by running corner drop kick. Then Thatcher regains control with an arm ringer. Um Thatcher targets the arm further with like, like this grounded hammer lock until Danson kind of wiggles to get a rope break. Um hammerlock suplex from Thatcher, shades of Kushida. Um there's a diving shotgun drop kick from Danson. Um, MJF comes down to try to interfere. He's got like the ring cocked and ready. I think. Um, gets struck right. by Takeshta who attacks him, sends him to the back. More Takeshita! They kind of brawl to the back. Yeah, he's on again. Um, Thatcher locks in the Fujiwara armbar. Um, but uh, that obviously doesn't work. Uh, later on, a belly to belly from Thatcher, and eventually, Danson wins with the psycho knee, uh, which is a little anticlimactic in my opinion, but that's okay. Uh, then after the match, we cut to backstage. Um, Takeshi and MJF are still brawling. They have to get separated. Um, from, by security, and then Renee kind of comes in the saying that an uh, Eliminator match has been coming from next week, yeah. So that's pretty sweet for uh, um, for uh, Takeshi. Yeah, I kind of
0: love the story of like Cage last week did the initial da- damage to Danielson's shoulder through like brute force, right? And this week they have like a technician that can dissect that shoulder from any angle, which I think is cool. Um and that same story right makes Thatcher feel like sort of a vicious heel in his debut here and his we all knew that he wasn't gonna win but I thought he looked really good in a loss and he, then yeah after, he, gave,
1: he gave himself a good show in here
0: and as somebody who likes variety in my matches right after a couple of high impact slugfests we get like a little bit more of grappling and holds and counters and things and just to give some variety which I thought was cool. We already said it, Thatcher's facial expressions are awesome. Um, Just super intense. And and like the deliberate calculated style, right, I think was the perfect choice here. Um, So Danielson continues to like look like the resilient baby face he should on his quest for MJF. So yeah, I thought this was a good, a very good TV match and just kind of fits in after the first two matches. And and a uh, Takeshita MJF eliminator match is cool. So I, Mm -hmm. I like this all around.
1: Yeah, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, little slower pace from the other two, which For I think sure. is fine. Like, it was I do it was too. still really good. Like, it's what you would expect from these two. Right. The gritty technical work from Thatcher is always really cool. Like, it just always looks insane. Like, it's really funny to me. I, the I don't missing know. tooth helps, or yeah, whatever. And it just, is, like, yeah, and just like his hair, is just like no, he, looks he can nuts. totally be a Hobo he looks off like, the street. He
0: looks like all he cares about is wrestling, right? And it just technical. Oh, yeah, he's not a good looking dude. He's not worried about anything else.
1: Oh yeah, he's in his like yeah, his gear is very bare bones too, which and I like it a lot. He, the, me he's too. got he had like a robe yeah. he in, which he didn't have in NXT, so that was that was kind of cool. Yep. Um they worked really well together. Um it just it was a really nice technical kind of match. Um Takeshita and MJF involvement was really cool. And Lemonir match next week. That's sweet for Takeshita. Uh, I feel like the finish is kind of anticlimactic, but other than that, I think the match is great. Uh, and a good showing for that. Obviously, he was gonna lose, but that's yeah, okay. I hope we see him again. Mm-hmm. Uh next week at the Mogul affiliates. Um there was some issues with Dustin Rhodes from Rampage, didn't see Targeting another 2nd guy. He's facing Pillman on Rampage. Won't see it. Um, I'm going to be honest. I forgot this group existed. Still don't care for the other two that I don't like. And I was right because ever since this act, Swerve just dropped off the radar after a couple of weeks. So that's just kind of a shame for Swerve because I, I just don't care.
0: We're going to disagree on this a little bit for once. It doesn't happen often. Swerve always grabs my attention in ring yeah, on Swerve the mic. Yeah, Swerve is good. But like... I thought he sounded fantastic here. And I'm actually on board for this trio right now. Uh, even if, or preferably if, probably, they don't really wrestle and just act as goons. It I'm just totally so fine. It looks stupid, though. But uh, but that's part of the look of this group. I, it doesn't... Swerve
1: doesn't have to look stupid. It's
0: kind of working for me. I don't exactly know where the Dustin stole my TV time. I guess that's Rampage or the internet or whatever, but... It's Rampage. Um, I thought it was a decent way to connect it to Pillman, right? Because then he's like, since I can't wrestle you because i think he said your dad gave um keith lee his nickname and he's not here anymore and you're not here anymore so i got to go after a different second generation star that connected to pillman so i thought Swerve sounded awesome here and i think the group i'm kind of on board for them to be honest we're going dif- to we're going to disagree on that Stupid every week face. but that doesn't bother me like i d- he hasn't wrestled i don't have to watch him wrestle he just stands there looking crazy mm. it works i don't know i'm cool with it does not work <laughs>
1: Swerve was so much better before.
0: I thought he was awesome here. I thought he was super cool here.
1: Swerve's always cool. That's not gonna change.
0: I do not mind this at all. I don't mind the two dudes with him. Parker sucks. I'm not. He's not wrestling. He's just standing there looking menacing. He, he can do that menacing. really well. He's ah, uh, he's fine. He's a big, tough-looking dude.
1: He doesn't look tough.
0: I I like them. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm on board. I'm not gonna say I like them, but I'm definitely not disliking it because Swerve can just Swerve can pull this off. You'll see. You'll
1: come around. Yeah. Okay, I don't know. It's fine. Uh, next you week the LFI. Uh, Roosh is facing Danielson next week. Um, we get knock on the door. Knock on the door. Um, what? What did Alistair Black always say? It was like something about knocking oh, on doors.
0: That dead end gimmick.
1: Yeah. I can't. Like remember. knock on my door if you want to fight her. That was yeah, funny. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyways. Um, there's a knock on the door. MJF comes in. Uh, he's got a briefcase of cash for them. Gives Didn't he it to just them. beg people to knock on his door? I think that was it. Something. like that. Yeah. F- there's a way he said it though. A lot of because he sat it in funny. the room and yeah, just sat in a room. Uh, they had to set up a room for him every every show he's on. Um, he says he. Uh, and MJF says he has five more briefcases for them if he beat Danson and he wants to beat him by any means necessary. Rip his arm off and beat him with it, which is pretty funny. Jose translates the whole thing to Roosh, and he says, translated by Jose, they have a deal. MJ says he just has to get the job done.
0: Yeah, because I think Roosh said a whole bunch of things in Spanish that were insulting to MJF. And then he was like, Translate. He goes, You have a deal. And he's like, It sounded like he said more than that. I think the idea was that MJF understood more Spanish than he let on and sort of knew that Roosh Mm -hmm. was insulting him. But, anyways, I thought MJF was like, at times funny and then serious here and did his usual great job. And just like I thought Thatcher was the perfect choice to dissect Danielson's shoulder. Rouge, because I've watched a lot of Rouge. He's the perfect choice to be like. I need you to cheat like hell if you need to to beat Danielson. Like that's he's gonna do that anyways. To mm-hmm. be honest, so um, which
1: I I think would make it a smart opponent for MJ to choose.
0: Exactly, that's what I'm saying. He, he you've got the the guy to dissect it after Cage injures him, and now this guy to like. I just need you to beat him by some like cheat. Do whatever you need to. Which right? you mean he won't. It's but... exactly what uh, Rouge does. So this storyline man gets me. My, who I think's the probably the best wrestler in the world, Danielson, in like really cool matches week after week after week. Mm-hmm. So this storyline's working for me just in terms of what I'm getting to see in the ring every week. Yeah. So I like this.
1: Yeah, um, solid second. I thought MJF delivered again. Um, I like them letting Rush speak Spanish because I think he came across a lot better. Like, just because obviously that's more natural for him. Agree. Um, and MJF was pretty amusing here as well. Uh, I think it's another sweet match for next week. Like, they've been really nailing the choices here.
0: Yes, it all makes sense. Right, I, I very smart, and they're all cool matches, and kind of different styles too.
1: Um, yeah. And speaking of great choices, speaking of match of the night, oh yeah, match of the week, month, first week of the month, decade, still. Wait, was this? Yeah, this was still February, right? February first or something. Yeah, oh. it was. Um, Red Velvet and was Jade it Cargo. February first? I think so. Yeah. Red Velvet, J. Cargill, TBS Idol. Woo, 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 woo. It is.
0: Woo. And my note says <laughs> my first thing.
1: Man, did this stink. It feels like we've seen this match dozens of times already. To we me. have to an extent. Right. Uh, there's a botch wrecking ball dropkick from Velvet. Uh, wheelbarrow suplex from Cargill. Um, Keir Hogan and Gray uh, and Layla Gray botch Gray going to the stairs. Oh,
0: I laughed and laughed was so and, and rewound it and laughed uh, some more.
1: Hogan got. S- was being sent away by the refs. Velva hit a spinning kick to Cargo for two, but the ref counted late, obviously. Uh Velva tried to sunset flip, but Cargo blocks and pulls her up, hits Jaded for the win with the best sell ever.
0: Yeah, this match had some unintentionally funny moments for me. Um, and guess what? It was a Jade Cargo match, so what more do you need to say, right? If it's not terrible, but if you've seen one, you've seen them all. And I get to say it this week, it's almost worse that this, this match, <laughs> this one. Jade Red Velvet was your only women's match this week, right? And didn't I say at this point, who killed Serena Deeb? Where's Serena Deeb at? Why, why is she not on TV? What's I don't know. Anyways, I can't talk about this division that much more or their choices for the only match every week. So it was a Jade match. That's all. It was. It was. It it, it was. And if you've seen a jade match, you know exactly what I mean. Do I have to talk about it too? You don't. You can just say that it was a jade match.
1: Next. It it botch. Yep. Nailed it. Uh, I'll say I'll mention quick. Um, it was not good. Very little that was notable. Most of the notables were botches. Uh, botched or sloppy. Cargo's 50, You know, I guess how interesting. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna beat her? Is anyone even gonna beat her? Please, someone beat her. Yep. I agree. Should have been Athena, like, months ago.
0: Should have. And I'm not even a huge Athena fan. It just felt right. Like, I like her.
1: Like, she was a debut, and she came in right, feuding against her, like...
0: You could have tried to make a star, right? Instead of whatever your plan was with Jade. And Jade's not awful, and maybe she's getting better, but you're just booking her in the same match
1: every week. Anyways, carry on. Sorry, I was just adding something. Um... Next, we got checking in on Britt Baker. Um, So she says she is fine, and if that's how they want to play, they can too. Uh, Soho comes in, asks if Baker's good, and they kind of like, "Those are your girls, or whatever."
0: Right? Suspicious that, because she's a former
1: WWE person. She's non-original. Not original. Um, she just had nothing to do with that. Baker says those are Soho's girls. Uh, Baker says she is doing great. Um, it was fine. So did Britt feel face to you? Kind of, I guess. I don't. I'm not. I didn't really. think fully. But like, the only, I'm not sure what the angle is here because this is really short. So it's like. But then again, I think Britt feel
0: Britt would have been meaner to Ruby Soho. Like she wasn't nice to her, but she wasn't like Britt Baker mean, I don't think. So I don't know what's going on with this, but it's fine. I guess they're trying again. I'll say that they're trying so we'll see how it goes. I don't know who's... I guess so. I don't know what's going on exactly, but it looks like a big old double turn for multiple, multiple people. Yes.
1: Uh, then we come to our main event, which is not as good as the TBS title match, but they'll try.
0: <laughs> Tough act to follow. Yeah. The bar is uh, raised.
1: Samoa Joe and Dead Boy and a no-holds-barred match for the TNC title. Uh, Darby Allen's wearing a thumbtack hoodie because that's something that people do a lot.
0: That was pretty awesome. And then Joe with the towel on his hand seemed smart right at
1: the beginning, right? Yeah, that was cool. And he got it off of him. Yeah, so Darby had some offense early with the the Thumbtack hoodie. Uh, Joe clotheslines him with his towel for protection that takes the hoodie off of him. He pulls out a the table and Darby just dives right into the table. And Joe, Which that that got a chuckle out of me. Like
0: just from out of frame, like a missile into the table. And the metal part of the table goes right into the side of Joe's head. And he's cut open right away.
1: Uh, Joe and Darby brawl up the steps in the crowd. I think Darby got slammed there at some point. It, we didn't really catch he it. He just picked him up and basically looked like he dropped him on his head on the stage. Yeah, the angle wasn't great, but for what it, there's no way it doesn't hurt. Whatever it was. It looked it looked nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, corner chops him Darby, then Joe just chucks him out of the ring. It's just like stop. It just yeah just. Yeets him, as your brother would say, right over the top to the floor. <laughs> yeah, just get out. Uh, Joe seats two chairs back to back in the ring, then backdrop suplexes him on there. Unnecessary. That just always unnecessary. Hurt. He goes for a powerbomb on the chairs, which are now switched around. But Darby throws powder in his face, and now he's powdered and bloodied, and hits a code red for two. Uh, coffin drop with the thumbtack hoodie, sorta on for two. Yeah,
0: it was it was Darby versus Sweater,
1: but I mean, I'd be careful with the thumbtack hoodie too. So yeah, for sure. Oh, great. and I
0: think it was just like the thumbtacks were grabbing and what you're trying to like pull back right side out is now gripped by 20 tacks yeah, or whatever. Right. Yeah, you yeah. don't have time. It, it, I, I would get It's not, did the best it's not he like could.
1: Mandy Rose struggling with the table way back when or something.
0: Any like kid willing to put his body through what he does. I'll forgive him yeah. for struggling mm-hmm. a minute there.
1: Um, and then he's exposing the ring boards. Uh, Darby goes for a suicide dive, but Joe walks out of the way, so he just crashes through the table propped <laughs> against the barricade, as you do. And that um, could have ended bad because he
0: clipped his heels on the rope and didn't, didn't rotate as much yep. as he wanted. He got there. He did.
1: Uh, Joe powerbombs Darby on the thumbtack hoodie, then pulls in front of his face until Darby gouges out his eyes to get out. Just being real nice, Joseph. Uh, and then the finish comes when Darby climbs to the top. Joe shoves the refs to crotch Darby at the top. Then Avalanche muscle buster on the exposed board Obviously. for the win. Uh then after Wardlow comes back, that I don't care about that.
0: <laughs> That's it. Your summary Wardlow comes back. Yeah. Yeah. And He's Joe back. just got escaped, shoulder. right? Um Yeah, I thought this match was incredible. Joe just so violent. Like it almost seemed like he was pissed off that the table cut his head open, you know what I mean? Although he works that way anyways. But and then Alan continues to look like the perfect opponent for him. Like
1: this was the best one. Oh, I think so too. And it like, was awesome.
0: Several moments that got like vocal, visceral reactions from both of that's, us. right. That's like, just Darby probably for you. four or five in the yeah. one match. Like, oh yeah. I just hope that Alan doesn't seriously get hurt because he like
1: truly, truly has no
0: regard for his own safety. Like he does not care.
1: I uh, to, at to all. be that like careless, I would kill for like a bit of that just to not care. Even a bit of that, much. and sometimes it's insane. I
0: forget. But these are the types of matches that remind me what a special talent this guy is, right? Like, and then Joe is just the most believable badass, right? And capable of incredible it's such violence. Such a nice combination, which Perfect. is kind of
1: a shame that this will be it for at least like yeah. for a decent while. Yeah,
0: I thought this was a fantastic main event, and like, this is what made it hard for me to choose my match of the night because it's either the opener or this one. I'm happy to like struggle to make that choice, believe me, because they were both terrific, so I thought this main event was awesome, and again, just a little bit more variety, right? This is a full on violent no holds barred. We had a violent legal match in the opener, and then this is like anything goes, weapons and tax, and the whole deal in the main event, so I thought it was great, Mhm,
1: yeah, I love this uh, the combination's so good, which is it's 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 a shame like that this is not like they can't just keep doing this right uh it was awesome though i I don't know how you could top it. Um, it was quite the main event, definitely my favorite of theirs, um, more hard-hitting than first just the action was awesome. Um, Darby took an absolute beating here. I don't know how he does what he does, it's it's insane. Uh, table dive, busted jo- Joe open pretty good, like, stairs and barricade spots, uh, that was unique, like, when he landed on the barricade like that, that was gnarly, uh, the thumbtack hoodie was an interesting idea, chair and table spots were nuts um pretty brutal joe comes out this looking like a killer darry put up in an entertaining fight as well i'm a little surprised joe won but i'm pleased the king of tv is back in full force i'm concerned he will get he fed is. to wardlow uh but here's hoping the king prevails
0: yeah it was uh pretty terrific so i guess overall thoughts on this show I think you can tell I was a fan of the show. So with the opener and the main event alone, like that might be enough to get this show into the A range for me because I always say like, I want there to be a match that I tell you. If you didn't watch it, you should go out and see it and there's two for sure. and you could like and then you add in Takesh to Cage, which I thought was really good. Th- Thatcher Danielson that I thought was really good. like this has to be one of the strongest episodes in Ring in mm-hmm. the three, whatever however many years they've existed. The only downside, right, was Jade Velvet, and then a squash match, which was fine because it led to a decent segment. So really, just the women's match was a disappointment. Uh, just in terms of not disappointment in how it turned out, because it's what I expected, but disappointment that that's the match they gave us on this stacked. Like imagine there was a an awesome women's match too. Like, uh, but anyways, I don't think there was any like amazing promo segments. I really liked Swerve and his his uh, job with his group. Um, and I thought MJF's interaction with LFI was entertaining as well. So I'm giving this easily an A show. It's really not far from an A+, but I guess I'm one of those people that I like to leave room for improvement, right? But So if this had some absolutely captivating segment along the way, it would get into A+, but it's pretty darn close just based off like four, I thought, really good to amazing
1: matches. So A, very strong A show this week. Loved it. You? Um, yeah, it was great, too, and I think it was definitely, um, uh, <laughs> match-heavy, which is okay, because yeah, I thought I the opener it. was really good, I really liked to catch this match, Danielson was awesome, too, and the main event was my favorite, obviously, like, it was just, it was really fun. Squash match was fine, and the TBS was not good. Um, most of the segments were pretty good, too, like, the MJF and whatever he did was nice, um, the guns and Acclaimed was solid, too, um, and then the women's stuff was okay. Um, I think it was a pretty good show, I... I would I think like the in rings off merit like on on that merit alone, I think it does warrant an A. So, I agree. Yeah.
0: It was awesome. Good show. All right. Well, let's move into taking a look at some trivia, take a break from recapping some shows. Gonna ask you some questions in a segment we always like to call off the top of his head. All right, so I told you I had one more royal rumble related idea for trivia and that i you know i was like wow but the rumbles over but then i said something happened that made it kind of relevant so in honor of kofi's second consecutive botch spot in the royal rumble we're gonna highlight or look at some of his saves and then i think i have four other saves from other people in royal rumble history I know one from another person. okay so um i gotta try and talk my way through these um to have them make sense to on the fly here. So let's take a look. We're talking about Kofi's, okay? So number nine was Kofi Kingston in 2022. Do you remember what happened there?
1: Uh, then he tried to land on the barricade and he failed.
0: That's right. That was the, the first fail in his streak, right? Um, yes. 2018, do you remember what it was? Uh, Pancakes. Oh, my God. Yep. So elaborate.
1: Um, What do you got, like, tossed over, but, like, they saved him with, like, the plate of pancakes for one foot. And then, yeah, like, so it was, like, back in.
0: That, I thought that one was cheap because one foot touched. It wasn't anything, like, acrobatic or whatever by Kofi, right? Impressive. He just put his foot on a tray of pancakes that I think. Um,
1: Nick their thing.
0: That, uh, yeah, he, that wood slid right under there, right? Okay, so this, again, I don't have to do a lot of work when you just remember everything. 2017. This one's a little uh, trickier.
1: That's when he like hung on the post. Right? Oh my god, yes! Do you
0: remember who? Corbin. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But yes, Corbin shoved him off the top, right? And he ended up like hanging on to the post on the outside. That one was pretty cool, actually. Uh, 2015.
1: Was that not the chair one? Was that... no. no. It um...
0: involves uh, uh, a former NXT call-up who had. An entourage with him.
1: Oh, uh, rosebuds. Yeah, he
0: landed on the the rosebuds. Exactly. Nice. 2019. Um, I
1: don't, I that's one of the ones I'm guessing. So this
0: was assisted by somebody else. Does that help you? Another member of New Day. Again, not the pancakes, though. Obviously. Um. So it says here, I, I don't think you're going to get it, Kofi had to deliver a sunset flip to his friend and landed with one foot up to stay alive. I don't remember that one.
1: I don't remember that one either. And that's the
0: fifth but most memorable. 2016, I remember this one.
1: Yeah, Um. That, that he was like riding on Biggie's shoulders. Correct, yeah. He lands on Biggie like on his shoulders. Or whatever,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh. Number three is
1: 2013. Uh...
0: Which it almost seemed like they tried to revisit this year.
1: This is the chair one. Yeah, the chair yeah, okay. pogo
0: stick, right? He lands on one of the commentary chairs and then like hops back to the ring. Um, number two, was this the OG
1: one, two thousand fourteen? Was this the one where he runs from the barricade? Right. No, I think the first one, did was maybe 2012, which was the handstand. Which is number one, so you just
0: answered mm-hmm. both at once, oh, yeah. Whoops. and then 2013
1: okay. was the chair, and then 2014 ran from the barricade. Yeah, so he,
0: he yeah, he re- leapt from the guardrail to the ring, which was pretty impressive. And then, as you said, you got number one, where he did the handstand that uh, Saul Ruka just sort of reenacted on um, NXT, which was a pretty damn impressive one too, right? Okay, so you got those, I've... I've got four more. It was another top five, but one of them was Kofi already included. So, number five for other people's saves was 2022 Women's Royal Rumble. I, have, I can give you another hint if you need it. Sure. Um, NXT person who are, you are not a fan of, who is now gone, was not NXT at that time who just left NXT that you were happy about. Um and left her faction all alone. <laughs> really? Because she had other websites that WWE didn't Mandy? care. Correct? Do you remember what she did?
1: Uh, no, I didn't remember she did. She that.
0: landed on Otis.
1: Ah, uh, right? What what year? Uh 2000 uh
0: 2022.
1: That was not 2022. No? 2020, I would say. Cause that was the Otis Run. That was 2020.
0: Could be right.
1: Uh, I'm 100% positive.
0: So then this one says 2019 okay Women's Royal Rumble. Kanzaro. Correct. Yeah, what did she do? I
1: don't know. Probably did a hand <laughs> Yeah,
0: you got it. Um, a classic one from 95. In the final two, people left.
1: Oh, the Michaels, the that thing.
0: What it? What was it? Where
1: he had like one foot. Who threw him over? Bulldog. Correct. So then that that's like now they have to like make sure you know it's both feet.
0: Correct, because his one foot like grazed the floor, right? It's where he's hanging off the top rope over the, like to the floor and just dangling there, mm-hmm. and one foot touches. So yeah, they have to make that clear now. Uh, I think the only other one that's not Kofi is Women's Royal Rumble 2021.
1: Really, no, twenty eleven.
0: No, what was twenty eleven?
1: Morrison. Oh yeah, that was cool. That inspired. That was
0: exactly that one was cool. Yeah. No, this is women's twenty twenty one. Involving a is that considered a body part? Like her one of her uh the one woman's famous feature, shall we say? It involved uh a star who is now gone, and I predicted might come back in the Rumble. One of my Rumble return predictions. She left with another member. They walked out due to contract stuff. Um, Not Sasha Banks, but... Naomi. And she used somebody else's hair. Who would it be? Full hair. Correct. I don't remember uh, that one either. I don't. And then number one, they said, was what we already talked about, Kofi walking on his hands, which you knew a lot about. Alright, that's going to wrap up the trivia. That'll end our Royal Rumble-themed stuff. I just appreciated Kofi botching to make that that list relevant again. Um, so, we will go back into the week that was in wrestling, looking at what we liked and didn't like in what we call high spots and rest holds. All right, since we do things in order, you've got Monday Night Raw. What was good or bad? That's
1: all I got.
0: That's fine. Oh, yeah, because uh, SmackDown just barely finished before we came down, right? So what do you have for Raw then?
1: Now by this time, I could probably find stuff.
0: You could. It's late enough now. Um, early enough. I spot
1: was Rollins beat Gable, so he's in the chamber match. You Woo. would like that. Um, And the lineup is pretty solid. Aside. Probably a good match
0: too. Yeah. I would um, assume. I
1: thought the finish was all right. I don't know. Quite remember, but it was all right. <laughs> um, lineup so far is him, Theory, Gargano, and Bronson Reed, which I I, I that's like okay. that up so far. Yeah. Um, so that's good. Uh, rest hold. Uh, you see who's back? Mm, don't think so. Of uh, the women variety, the woman. Oscar? No. She was in the segment with Oscar. Uh,
0: I don't know. Oh, Nia Jax? No. Someone else? Yeah. Chelsea just, Green. Just as
1: good as Nia Jacks. Just as
0: good who Carmella <laughs> Awesome.
1: Yeah. Great news. Mhm.
0: Super happy. Uh, that is all.
1: Uh, and then uh that's um, what I wrote was Carmella's back. That is all. That I is all. Two more. Um they're both I don't know. So do with it what you will. Okay. Uh Rick Boogs is back. He beat up Miz.
0: Is he doing the same character? Does I it? don't know
1: cuz Nakamura's on Smackdown. I right.
0: Think. So oh well. Okay.
1: Uh, and then Ripley chose Charlotte.
0: Oh, she did. Is that a high spot or a rest hold? I don't know. I feel like it's a rest hold.
1: Kind of. I mean, just because I don't... As, as long as she
0: wins, I guess it's... Someone's got to face Charlotte, I guess. But I was, Can kinda... she win,
1: please? Rhea Ripley, <laughs> I, I mean. I hope so. Me too. <laughs> Can Charlotte win, please? No, well, she always wins, so... <laughs> yeah, like, no, so... I don't know. Um, I, I, would, I just feel like her and Belair would be more interesting.
0: I do as well. It would be fresher. It would be like a couple powerhouses they have NXT going NXT history, which to me is more interesting right. than anything with Charlotte,
1: Charlotte, even though Charlotte unjustly beat her.
0: Charlotte has NXT history too, all right? Just not sure. with them. All right, uh, Tuesday was NXT. I watched it. And a rest hold for me was the opening tag match. So we got the long-awaited Indushear creeds. And Indushir dominated the action for probably the majority of this and i don't know if that's a great thing <laughs> they're really basic in their offense and the prolonged beatdown of the Yeah, i was, was looking
1: for a worse wrestlers of the year um pff, some people put in veer he looks better than sanga to me because veer shows some athleticism like yeah, but on i his... think it might have been that coupled with the endless vignettes yeah type of him, and him and coming he did, he did like nothing but beat up the Mysterio's a bit and then that's know. true
0: like when he does his standing elbow drop and stuff he has he's pretty athletic because sanga seemed a little bit lost to me yeah, um like sanga I liked him when he was doing character stuff with uh, backstage segments and talking a bit. Was, mm-hmm. I thought he was good. Uh, the Creeds eventually took control and things picked up a little bit. We got uh, Julius powerbomb Veer, which looked pretty impressive. Uh, but it wasn't for long. We got Niall knocked off the apron. Julius' concern for her distracts him long enough for Veer to hit a clothesline, Sanga to hit a choke slam, and induce sheer win. Um, the Creeds didn't get a lot in this match, and they looked nowhere near as good as usual, maybe limited by the opponents and what they can or can't do uh, and Indushear could be like they're an okay monster tag team right but you can't expect a lot out of them I guess at this point. High spot for me you didn't like him but Damon Kemp is back um, so Axiom and Nathan Fraser were kind of backstage complimenting each other and setting up a match and Kemp interrupted ins- and insulted both. Was it? Tyler? I swear. Bate? No I don't think so
1: I swear and then bait faced him
0: I know, but I was that what it was? You yeah. could be right. Did I, I just replace Nathan Fraser for Tyler I, Bate? I at anyways, he one. talked about while he was in UK, uh, Kemp, this is that he learned in his time there that everybody in the UK is soft. Is that the segment you're showing him on mine? That's Bate. I know, but is that the segment? Uh, that's it. That's acting. Oh, yeah, you're right. Tyler Bate. brings up a kid. Same thing. Um, I just think Kemp's really believable and like not likable so i think he kind of works and could have a future he's related to gable maybe and he i think he's a good fit for nxt right now because he's decent in the ring and he's decent in his character so these are the ones like develop them from decent to good and then send them up. not from like terrible and no experience right that i don't right. need on tv um a high he's got
1: a wrestling background as exactly to so
0: already he's okay <laughs> High spot for me was all Apollo Crews vignette ahead of his match with Carmelo Hayes at Vengeance Day. Basically, he's in Charlotte early. We get lots of like cool shots of the city and he's getting energy of the city and preparing for Melo. I thought he sounded good here. It was slick looking and I thought he seemed to be stepping back from like his visions and premonitions and going more with like I'm trying to visualize my own success, which to me is better. That's
1: like somewhat realistic, I guess. So
0: I was happy with that, but then later, I don't think I put it in here at all. But there's a Carmelo Hayes and uh, Trick segment, and they are like, the fact that you had another vision scares us or whatever sort of thing. So then I'm like, but you guys are making it sound like he's doing the same thing he was before when I thought he wasn't. So I don't. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Um, Rest hold. I don't even I don't even remember based off of my note here. Three people who don't speak well get a lot of time to speak in the ring. <laughs> you had to guess who it was. Oh now I remember. Who would you guess?
1: Toxic Attraction. Yeah, I agree,
0: right, but there's only two of them now. So it's not them.
1: For, well you could do them and Perez, but um like I I'm going with Lecter Lopez, Ferois, and no, someone else. It's men. So I'm i uh, I'm Wagner. sorry. Yes. Someone else and another so Wes guy. Lee. Oh God,
0: doesn't sound good on the mic to me. He pauses really long when he speaks, and his delivery just I don't find I don't find him sincere or believable. He sounds like a guy delivering lines. Um, he gets interrupted by Dijak, Jack, who actually sounded okay, but his look is just so dumb, right? Like just so
1: I don't like it.
0: And the build for this match has been really weak. Uh, the match could be good because Dijak Jack can go, and so can Lee, but like. I just don't want to hear them interact anymore. And then to That's make tomorrow. things better, Von Wagner comes out with Robert today? Stone.
1: Hmm. I it, it, it guess technically today. What? The Vengeance Day. Yeah, I guess so. Technically, it's the fourth now.
0: Right. Um. So Wagner comes out with Stone. Wagner uh speaks, which he shouldn't do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's tired of being overlooked, and then it leads to Wagner Jack having a match on this show where Wagner can win the number one contender spot. Um. And then just Which to further just like irritate a me, that match is next, and they put Lee on commentary for it. <laughs> and he's hard to listen to. I'm sorry. Um, high spot, though, a Hoss fight that over-delivered, and that was actually Dijak-Wagner. They had a decent big man match, each of them hitting some power moves. Um, Dijak won after barely hitting his finisher to Wagner, but I thought the match as a whole was better than I expected, and actually the crowd was pretty into it as well. A flip out of a choke slam. Yeah, they're not the best gauge because um, they're there to cheer for stuff, right? Like there's this small little crowd, and I think when the crowd's that small too, you get like twenty five people cheering out of two hundred. It sounds (laughs) impressive, you know. Um, A high spot for me because I'm a sucker for it is um, a parking lot investigation into who took out what's her face.
1: Nikita Lyons, correct.
0: So Mackenzie's sort of going through the footage of because they have all cameras everywhere, obviously, right? So it's like turns out like basically half of the women's roster seems to be in that parking lot at the time, including Zoe Stark, Stratton, Lopez, um, Valkyria, a mystery woman in a car driving off. I think it was a white Mercedes, and like a bunch of other people too. So again, I Mercedes. kinda I kinda like these who even though I don't really care about Nikita <laughs> Lyons too much. Um If it helps other female wrestlers gain some traction or develop something, then I'm for it, right? So I kind of liked it. Uh, High spot was Axiom taken on. It was Tyler Bate, not Nathan Fraser, but really fun back-and-forth TV match, as you would expect. Both of these guys are awesome. Axiom's kicks look awesome every week, uh, and Bate's just an all round performer, right? So I just wish it had a bit of build and heat behind it instead of, like, I respect you. I respect you, too. Let's have a match, right? Because... A bit more build would have made You're him a
1: strong. <laughs> a
0: little bit, right? Um, so Bate picked up the win after his third attempt at a Tyler driver, and then Damon Kemp ran in attacked Axiom. I'm kind of
1: offended it's not a driver.
0: With a Urinagi backbreaker that looked pretty good, and Tyler Bate chased Kemp away. Rest hold. Roxanne Perez and Toxic Attraction interviewed in separate locations, and Toxic Attraction, juvenile and ridiculous as usual, They make me feel, I don't know if I, maybe I've used this comparison before. They make me feel like I'm watching a bad high school play. Like they're like inexperienced bad actors who are just overdoing it and don't sound real at all. Um, They basically don't let Perez speak. So Perez eventually just walks off, um, disappears. Dolan actually accidentally says that she will be the one because they're trying to say like, we'll win, we'll win.
1: That's not how triple star works. Correct.
0: And she actually says that she will win and Jane obviously shoots her a dirty look. And then Perez runs in from wherever she was and attacks them. No, I hope um, they don't break up, though. Right? Send them to main roster because I don't watch it.
1: But, but they suck.
0: And this got a lot more time than it needed to, and almost all of that time was Toxic Attraction speaking, so <laughs> never a great idea. Rest Hold. Vic Joseph getting Stevie Turner's name wrong repeatedly, I would say three to five times, during Stevie Turner's debut match. So she defeated Danny Palmer... And Vic called Turner Palmer repeatedly in the middle of this match when he meant Turner, right? Um, Turner actually looked aggressive. uh, And Palmer is like... Wait, Palmer or Turner? (laughs) Palmer. Okay. The challenger. Or the challenger, the jobber. I don't know what she... Not quite. Because she actually had a a decent showing. And she's like another fit athlete trying to become a wrestler. I didn't think she looked terrible. Um, High spot. We got an old-fashioned wrestling match, right? It was only eight minutes, and it did end with a distraction roll-up, which is annoying. But it was Drew Gulak and Dempsey, I thought. It was pretty good while it lasted. It's just, like, lots of holds and counters, and they're really good at it, so I don't mind it. It's not always my favorite style, but when there's so much variety, my fear is Dempsey, and I think you might have thought this too, that he's a
1: guy that they're going to have no idea what to do with. Like oh, yeah, Pete, like his, Pete Dunne, right? His gimmick's so based. Well, yeah, Pete Dunne, they had nothing to do with him, and then they screwed him. So hopefully, because his dad's there and his
0: dad's in a position of power, like, I just feel like Dempsey's the type of guy. I do want like nepotism he's level not, stuff, but he, like, he's not big. He's not muscular. He works a style that's like a little bit not super exciting if you're not really and that's into kind wrestling of his gimmick too, right? So it's kind of like yeah.
1: It's gonna ground him a bit. Like, I think so too. Like a ceiling on him. But yeah. I I think uh, which
0: he's, it shouldn't be. But I think he's cool and kind of unique, right? Uh, high spot. Robert Stone gets serious with Von Wagner backstage. So he accuses Von of, <laughs> pretty funny, being a growling big man like everyone else. Basically, like you're generic. And to get to the next level, <laughs> which he is. You have to sh- um, you have to show who you really are, so that Stone can help him. He's like, help me, help you. Basically, is what he was saying, and. I like Stone's intensity here, right? He's been kind of underused. He's he can do really good work, man. If they yeah, I remember give him, when his
1: whole thing was like managing Aaliyah?
0: Yes. If they give him more than like comedy buffoon stuff, he which he can do well too. But he can do other things. So and everything he said about Wagner was true. So that helps as well.
1: <laughs> it's like when they kept pointing about what was wrong with Cross, and I was like, yep,
0: yep. Uh, high spot. I thought the main event was really fun. It was a triple threat tag match between the dyad. Anafe Blade and Chase University. Uh, only got 10 minutes, but nonstop action, right? Dyad, really good job as the only heels in this. And guess who won? Chase U. Chase U picked up a rare win. And I texted you to say what the name of their combo yeah, the finisher frat, The Fratliner. The Fratliner, frat which made me laugh. Doesn't look amazing, but the name's cool. Um, couple highlights: Dyad hit a slingshot spike pile driver on the floor. Hudson hit like a slingshot German, so he slingshots in and sort of all in smooth one motion grabs you for a German, it looked good. Anafe and Blade did a bunch of high flying that looked pretty good, and I called her the Pebble because I forget her name.
1: Ava Rain.
0: Nice. Um, so they, they got involved, uh, sorry, she and Thea Hale got a bit involved, but not too much, so I thought it was a good main event. Uh, moving into Impact this week, Opener, high spot Bullet Club, Kashida and Kevin Knight. Kevin Knight, I don't really know much about him. I think he's been on two weeks in a row. Young Athletic looked pretty good. He was the one to take a lot of the double-team offense that's always cool from Bullet Club. But Knight got to showcase some stuff too. Um, And you said you saw it, I think, right? Probably a highlight clip where Knight went for a slingshot to the floor and Bay was on the second rope, I think, facing the apron, and he jumped at the same time in time to cut her on the apron that looked pretty cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Um and Austin and Bay won with the art of finesse fold combination that I also kind of like. Most entertaining tag team in the company. What are you looking for? Got it. Oh okay. Uh, rest hold. Surprise, surprise. A design segment was a rest hold. Um, so Sammy Callahan didn't win his title match last week or whenever that was. Uh, I think it was the multi man match. He didn't win. So or was it the qualifier? I don't remember. Anyways, Diener isn't happy but he's gonna give sammy a chance for redemption because they're gonna have a multi like an eight person tag match when they take on alexander swan kazarian and uh yui Uimura. so callahan just jumping ahead didn't did end up pinning Uemura with the cactus driver to conclude that kind of ordinary match that's why it's not a high spot or a rest hold so again like it's more of the design right supposedly badass group doesn't really accomplish anything important and just continue to talk
1: rinse repeat from the last time
0: and and i really and just like sammy callahan as deaners lackey right sammy callahan's a higher profile dude that it just doesn't make sense and i keep waiting for it to be that sammy's killing them from the inside on purpose um for
1: what and also how and remember, I liked—I
0: really liked Deaner when he murdered Eric Young. And I thought, okay, I'll give this guy a shot as the leader. They're giving him more responsibility. I, thought, I said it was dumb. And the first promo was really good. And then they've done nothing. It's just settle back into like cryptic talking, borderline spooky stuff. Don't really win stuff. Although they won here, I guess. And then my note, I told you this too. Steph DeLander debuts next week. Hope it's a high spot. Don't know because I've never heard of her. Then I Google searched. Oh, yes, I have. It's per- <laughs> It's Persia Parada. Yeah. Who I didn't think was the worst. She's like another powerhouse, right? So we'll see. Yeah,
1: oh. she kind of sucks.
0: High spot for me, surprisingly over-delivered. Savannah Evans. that redundant? Surprisingly over-delivered. So if it over-delivered, that implies a surprise, right?
1: You expected it to over-deliver. You ex- I guess no, so. but I if guess it, it, it
0: over-delivers, it's sort of implied that you're no, surprised. No, I know.
1: So I'm saying like the... So then, redundant. I don't redundant. need to say like, surprising. You can't you can't expect it to overdeliver. Right. You expect it to surprise, like exceed your expectations. So it just delivers Then that's your expect. That would make that your expectation right. instead of. So it wouldn't be overdelivering. Correct. So yes, yeah, so it is redundant. That's my stupid it's way. It's a good it. example
0: of it to remember for the future, but I won't. Uh, Savannah Evans and Giselle Shaw. Um, I really like Shaw. Evans is at times hit and miss for me, but I thought here she was like impressive powerhouse, lots of high impact offense. Um. And she's officially split from T- Tasha Steeles. Oh, darn. And Giselle Shaw later implied that Steeles is gone. So I don't know if that's the case or not. I haven't she's heard. She's disappeared like Hogan. Seems like Evans might be turning babyface because she was obviously facing a heel here and the crowd was kind of behind Evans Shaw. Oh. Um, so Shaw, I thought, did a good job as well taking shortcuts, including a distraction from Jay Vidal That led to the finish, which was a super kick and a running knee combination that looked pretty good. And then, yeah, she cuts Shaw, cuts a promo after she calls herself the Black Widow. I think because she says people call her that because she kills every tag team she's in. But she's taken that name to own it. She's calling herself the Black Widow and says, yeah, I'm responsible for Steel's the influence in Chelsea Green leaving Impact. So I don't know if Steel's actually left or if this is going to be like she comes back to continue the feud. But the implication was there. High spot, Santino Morella. I thought, Whoa. briefly, dialing back the comedy and even his accent, I thought, a little bit. So in one quick segment... I'm starting to think he's not actually Italian. <laughs> you Kurt. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going to have to put a note here because I'm going to go back to it or put my spot. So remember how we went to battle arts out in Mississauga? Yeah. So there's now a guy at work was telling me, because he's like, you and your son like wrestling, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, there's a new wrestling place that o- like opened in Beaverton, which is not that far from here. Tiny little place, I was surprised to hear. And it's Battle Arts, and he said they host wrestling shows and they're okay. So I was, anyways. Nice. Um, so in this one quick segment, Marella interacted with Kenny King, uh, giving him a match with Swinger on this show. Macklin, putting him in a qualifying match for a, f- um, for a four-way for number one contendership. And Dirty Dango, also giving him a qualifying match. And, I, and like this ver, version of Morella was fine for me, like less comedy, more confident, competent authority figure. Um, I feel like they're probably listening to the podcast and <laughs> complain, right? Um, although he did interact with Raven a little bit later and, seemed, and seemed a little old, more Old com- guy Raven. He's like, I heard you're a genius. What do I need to do? And Raven was like, make me champion. And then some big guy came in and talked to Raven and I forget who it was. I feel like I was supposed to know. Some big dude. I don't know. Um, anyway, rest hold. <laughs> exactly as I've written it. Bully Ray sucks up more TV time with the same heel promo shtick he's been using for 20 years now. Um, he speaks for a really long time. Mickey James comes in and interrupts him again. He ends up body slamming her, setting her up for a um, Bubba bomb I guess through a table but Dreamer shows up with a kendo stick to make the save so this really long segment was all to further a Tommy Dreamer Bully Ray feud in 2023 and uh, a tag match against Hotch and Skyler I think it's going to be Mickey and Dreamer I guess against those guys but
1: which is kind of
0: odd what a waste of TV time and then I said fun fact the combined age of dreamer bully and mickey james is 145 (laughs) and this is getting like 10 minutes in the middle of impact awesome i told you earlier today rest hold you know my favorite is supernatural stuff rosemary and the death dolls can teleport and if you could teleport would you not use it in a match because they don't i think that's a poor decision it's not illegal is it
1: teleportation you're not like using any foreign objects
0: but, so anyways, they magically appeared behind. If you were
1: to low blow someone in a women's match, is that really illegal? Cause... Yeah,
0: it still hurts, probably. I
1: yeah, would but, assume. like, isn't the whole point of a low blow for us is that, like, it would hurt more? I don't know. Wouldn't it compare. not hurt them more? Don't know. Like, so then it's, it's just, like, a normal kick? Can't say. Maybe it's just because it's inconvenient. I don't know. Just saying.
0: <laughs> um. So they magically appear behind Killer Kelly and Taylor Wilde because Taylor Wilde is suggesting she and Killer Kelly work together. Sure like killer in there. killer kelly's cool the rest of that bunch can Well you're not going to mention something.
1: the collective cackle.
0: What? When they're all laughing. Oh, no. Cackle. Um high spot Matt Cardona's response to Joe Hendry's diss track. Did you see this one? No. So he did his own like bad on purpose, not in storyline like he thinks it's really good, but he's like a terrible rapper. Um the insults he uses are really weak. Um and Myers is like reacting in the background and I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, And I already mentioned the main event wasn't great and that was it. So that's my quick tried to get through there. Got us back on pace just over two hours now. Um, You said there was nothing for figuring it out. So I guess that means we're done. We did it. We We got it just over two hours. And I'm gonna say it again: we're very close to the the worst.
1: Actually, I am actually ready. It's just a matter of we need time,
0: right? Because we need to get this one out of the way. But the document is ready. We'll sit down and talk about that. I don't know if we'll have time this weekend or not, but we could possibly. But be patient. We apologize. It's coming. Um, And yeah, so I guess that's gonna wrap up episode 133. Mm -hmm. We'll be back down here next Saturday for sure. If not before, we'll do episode 134 then. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, fnswrestling at gmail.com. Comes to me, fns underscore wrestling underscore podcast on Instagram. We'll go to Jack. We promise you a reply. Leave a comment in YouTube if that's where you're listening. Love to hear from any of you. Thanks again for taking time out of your week out of your week to listen to us. And we'll see you back here next Saturday. Until then, take care.